Well, you know, after how eventful it was to get the mic set up, I don't even know what to say. You know what I realized last time? Oh my god. You know the poppy baby? Whoop! You know the poppy things? Mm-hmm. During the beginning of your story, I'm playing with one on the desk, and you can just hear it. Oh. Every single pop. <laughs> every time. And it, it, like, to a point, it got, a, it got to a point where I did pick it up and started playing with it on my lap, and you could still kind of hear it, but like, the microphone was picking it up because it's on the table. Yeah. And it sounded like bullets. Like... <laughs> I was hoping no one would ask about it, because <laughs> it's just bad. Oh, but like the whole time I was editing, I was like cringing. <laughs> like you really fucking did that, you dumbass bitch. It's fine. I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not gonna touch it. Oh my god. So how are you this fine morning? Oh, we should. This is a podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is podcast. If you're new here, it's called Morbid, Morbid and Mundane. Sometimes the Morbid and the Mundane. Yeah. Sometimes there's different thes. Yeah. Place throughout. Um. This is episode twenty four. Five. Twenty five. Twenty. Twenty five. Twenty five. Final, Final answer. Twenty five. Final answer. Episode 25. You confused me yesterday because my, <laughs> my document was called 24 for I most of the day. I confused myself. So, same. My document was called 24. And I, I think what happened was, because I've told you before that I just make a shit ton of Google Docs. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the times they're blank. But if I know a topic, I'll go in and like make MM episode 30 because I know that that's my next ghost or whatever and drop a topic there. So all I have to do is open the doc when it's time to research. I think that's what happened somehow. Like, somehow my documents got switched. So I was working on episode 24, in parentheses, ghost. And then I went to check on our episode guide, and I was like, I'm not supposed to be doing a ghost for episode 24. Have I been researching the, th- the wrong thing this entire time? I would have sucked. But it, no, it was just wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> Which was worse in a way, because I was gaslit. Like, by yourself. <laughs> Checks out. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else is new since the last time we recorded. That's how we recorded. Adam doesn't have an appendix anymore. Adam doesn't have an <laughs> appendix anymore. That's he's so, not a person. He's not a people. Because y'all were that was people. La- last week and we were supposed to come yeah. and record. So a week ago from when we're recording. Not when you hear this. This is going that. out <laughs> earlier. Today is the, what, third, yeah, October 3rd for us, mm-hmm. if you're keeping track of when these are actually recorded. But a week ago, from today, pretty much, mm-hmm. or yesterday, appendicitis. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because it was like a, I woke up on Friday morning, like, fully expecting to be, like, do the whole, like, oh, I gotta clean my house, like, I gotta do the, the kids are coming, the kids are coming, gotta, like, figure out what we're doing for dinner and stuff, and then I woke up to a text message that was a pic, it was just a picture of Adam in the hospital. At three in the morning. At three in the morning. Like, no context, it was just a picture of Adam in the hospital. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, when that picture was taken, we we did not know. Yeah. (laughs) So... 
but it was deeply funny and it was also in a group message yeah so it wasn't even like you letting me know that you weren't coming it was like a I love the universe. The, <laughs> you let the squad know. Because it was like me, Lux, and Aaron. Yeah, because we were all supposed to watch Ice Age. Yes. And I really, well, I was so sad that we could not watch Ice Age. And we're not even going to get to watch Ice Age this time. Because we had a party last night. And played a lot of Overcooked. Yeah. We put Overcooked on a projector on the wall. It was sick. It was so <laughs> it good. It was so fun. So good. A great game. I loved it. And we played Water Pong. We did. I I think I'm okay at the game. It's my first time playing a Pong game. I'm I, bad at it. I did okay at Water Pong. I felt like I could keep up somewhat. I felt like I could keep up somewhat. Lux is really good for no reason, except when it gets down to the last three. It was fun. Errol insisted I play. What else is new? Hmm. I got that little dude. Was he here last time? Mm-mm. Golden face? No. He's so cute. <laughs> it's Jim from uh, The Office as Golden Face because I'm obsessed. That's what fun. else has happened? <laughs> I took an economics test. I did a lab report. You did do a lab yesterday. report downstairs at my kitchen table. It's just been like boring since the school. last time. Okay, it's been yeah. mostly catching up with school. Mm-hmm. Quick little appendix removal in there. A quick little appendix removal. He's not a person anymore. Like, we got... I think the most exciting thing was we got our Switch. Finally. Yeah. So we get to play Switch games. But other than that, it literally has just been due date after due date after due date. And it sucks. Final answer. (laughs) It's been so much work. I did... Like, I did my research yesterday. For yeah, no, the that. recording. I like it wasn't even enough time to like do research for the podcast. That. It was just schoolwork, and then you'd eat, you'd, you'd like do a little. We watched The Corpse Bride one night, actually. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, there was fun. there was a couple little breaks in there for mental health reasons. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's just been catching up after. Everything that's gone on. And this weekend, we didn't even know y'all were coming until, like, midday on Friday. So we were out, like, running errands and, like, doing our thing, and then you started texting me, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, Mm -hmm. I have nothing researched. Me either. But my priority instead was to buy the new Switch remotes (laughs) so that we could all play Overcooked. So we did that, but... Yeah, but you know when we were going back to school, so it was like, I was trying to keep people... Everybody was like, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, I don't know what city I'll be in. I don't know what city I'll be in. And I wound up in this one. As is typical. Mm Mm-hmm. Where I live (laughs) is a second home. For many. Cool. Cool. Glad that was established. Do you want to jump right in? We can. Oh, the other thing that has happened. I it, Okay, this is going to be really interesting to listen to for people, like, way down the later, like, way down the road, but Doug the Bounty Hunter, Dog the Bounty Hunter, is now involved in the Gabby Petito investigation. Oh, yeah, we were going to do updates for yeah, Gabby Petito. That happened a few days ago for us, as, it, as, as of October 3rd. That happened a few days ago, where a bounty hunter is now officially looking for Brian, um, and it's good because bounty hunters 
if they're recognized in the state they're in, don't have to follow the same rules as law enforcement. And most U.S. states recognize bounty hunters. Um, That's interesting. Bounty hunters, like, don't have to, they don't have to announce themselves when they go into your house like law enforcement does. They don't have to read you your Miranda rights. Like, they don't have to do shit. Um, and if Brian, like, went over the border somewhere, Doug, or Dog, I always say Doug, Dog has also brought people back before. Like, there was a time when he, he chased someone into Mexico um, and, like, did his whole thing where he, like, essentially arrested them. Um, but he actually got arrested because, you know, it was different rules in Mexico. Mexico doesn't recognize bounty hunters in the same way. Mm-hmm. But it was okay because when he caught him, the other guy was still a fugitive. So they still sent him back to America and then Doug, Dog made bail a few days later. So, like, it'll... I really want him to catch him. He went to Brian's house not too long ago, like a few days ago. I saw all that. And that was like talking was... to his, or was trying to talk to his parents. Um, I really hope his parents get in trouble. And I mean that with my whole chest. They gave him a head start. Yeah. Like they need to be charged with withholding evidence at least. Like something. Something. But now they're trying to um to get like the charges that they are trying to get Brian on right now are not homicide because her cause of death hasn't been released yet. They are trying to get him on credit card fraud because he used her cards after she was dead. Oh. So or at least according to what I've read. Um he used her credit cards after she was dead, which means that they do have a time of death. We just don't know it yet. Um but I have a feeling it's going to be before the 30th because that was, you know, like the text messages to her mom and the Instagram stuff. Yeah. That was when it all got weird, so. Craziness. Isn't it? Isn't it fucking bad shit? But yeah, that's happening. Hopefully he gets caught. I'm so tired of this. Fuck that man. This whole week I've been on Gabby Petito TikTok couch guy tiktok and i'm knee deep in berries and cream tiktok no i all of mine is berries and cream and i love it that's all i have the cascade one though it's still the (laughs) can't you feel my heart beat fast i'm a little lad did you see the one i sent you of uh my favorite tiktok the here comes the boy did you see the here comes the void hello void I sent Aaron one that was, here comes the bride, all dressed in I saw white. the bride one, too. I sent it to her and told her she should walk down the aisle to it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I miss Aaron. I think they're in Florida right now. Hmm. I, and, you know, I saw on her Snapchat, I'm pretty sure they're in Florida, but I also am kind of dumb. But I remember her mentioning that they were going to go to, because her and Luis's birthdays are both in October. And they were going to go to, like, Disney or something for their birthdays, I think, or, like, a water park. Erin, when you're listening to this, correct me. Love you. Anyway. (laughs) Um, but yeah. I miss her. We were supposed to watch Ice Age with her last weekend. Never happened. We'll organize it. Because that'll be fun when it does happen. Because I'm trying to get knee deep in Ice Age. We binged How to Train Your Dragon not too long ago. That's mm-hmm. only two more movies than How yeah, to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, now we gotta have five. I want to do Ice Age, and then I want to do Shrek. How many is... Four. Four. Everybody thinks it's three, though. 
Because they I forget no that Shrek the Third exists, which is correct. But then you could also, like, add in Puss in Boots. We could make it five. I wouldn't be mad at it. I love the Shrek movies. And then Kung Fu Panda. I wanted to start binging franchises from my childhood. Especially because I never saw the last two Ice Ages. I don't think I'd... No, I did see the, the pirate one. I feel like I have, like, a fever dream memory of it being yeah, like, I, on somewhere where I was. I couldn't tell you what happened in it. I just know I saw some pirate Ice Age stuff. Maybe it was a trailer that I'm remembering. I cannot tell you a thing about this movie except, like, a very specific scene of the pirate. Noted. So it could be a trailer that I'm remembering. But I might have seen it. I might have seen it. Who knows? I definitely didn't. Do we want to start? I think we I think we should jump right in. Okay. 13 minutes. Yeah, I was about, usually <laughs> I only keep the, the chit-chat to between 10 and 15 anyway. Yeah, so it works. Cute. So, how... I'm trying to think of how to give you hints. Today I'm doing a ghost, first of all. Originally, I was going to do the um, the ghost bus in Beijing. You know what I'm talking about? Beijing bus 375. Mm-hmm. I was going to do that. Um, I had it all researched out. It turned out to be two pages. <laughs> because it was it's like an urban legend and there's not much material on it. So I ended up having to scrap that whole episode um, and write something else. Like, pretty quick. It was a pretty quick turnaround. So I was scrolling through my topic list and nothing really spoke to me. And I was like, let's tap into some trauma. <laughs> Let's like let's pick apart my brain for a second and think. What deeply traumatized me as a child? Let's talk about whatever that is. And I found it. And I found it. Okay? Okay. So it's a ghost. Deeply traumatizing. Those are your hints. I would... I, my mind... Because it was specifically to you. Mm-hmm. Traumatizing to you as a child. My mind went straight to the, the Lugaru in the zoo. Man, but I was like, we, we already, we already that. did that. We already hit that, so it can't be this. That's all I had. Hmm. What else? What else? I don't know. Like, how specific to you is it? Is it like all little kids are scared of this? Or? I would say yes. I would say yes. It's something that scares specifically a lot of little girls. Got it. Um, specifically lots of little girls, probably at a sleepover. Also deeply traumatizes me for another reason. Is it Bloody Mary? Absolutely the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said sleepover, it's gotta, it's gotta be one of those bathroom games. Me and mirrors do not get along. <laughs> I cannot stand mirrors. That's I've never seen Oculus, like mirror stuff really gets me um like for a long time I had to cover mirrors in our bathroom when I would shower and stuff because it scared me so much um because they're portals (laughs) (laughs) and I'm not trying to get snatched but yeah I'm doing Bloody Mary because fuck her but I'm gonna do um I'm gonna talk about like the game and stuff and like some experiences people had but I'm also gonna talk about who people think Bloody Mary is, and then also, like, some science that might debunk the phenomenon. Okay. Okay. Um, here for it. My, but look at my, look at my little color-coded, isn't that cute? Okay, I color-coded my sources. I listened to, and that's why we drink, 
Um, I read through the Wikipedia page, I watched an infographics episode, a YouTube video from a guy named John Solo, and then I scoured Reddit. So I did, like, I tried to flesh it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever played Bloody Mary? Um, in the school bathroom with what? a group of people, <laughs> so nothing would happen, but yeah, when it was, like, at the height, mm-hmm. middle school, yeah, everybody was like, let's all go do the blood, if we all see it. It's proof we just because, proved like, ghosts are real. Yeah, so, like, but we all have to be there to, like, bounce off information from each other. Like, if you just saw it, I wouldn't believe you. But we <laughs> all see it, so we went in there as a team effort to get it to work. Nothing happened, yeah. though. I mean, it was also probably because it was light. And, yeah, we probably did everything wrong because <laughs> we didn't put, we didn't have phones to pull it up on. It no, was, yeah. like, middle school in the bathroom. Just st- bloody Mary, bloody So we're Mary, like, Mary. so what do we do? Do we flick the light, like? How many times do we spin? Like, There's so many different versions of it, though. I think that's was the issue, is we were in there with, like, ten people. So yeah. So everybody had a different version, so we were just trying to do as many steps as we could to, like, cover our bases. <laughs> so, 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 while we're picking apart childhood, what part of the Bloody Mary story did you get? Like, what were, do you have any memory of, like, what you were told as a kid that she was? Because what I remember was that she was, like, a girl who died, like, tragically, or something. I, like, I don't even know if we had a story. Okay. We just, like, a ghost with blood So she didn't have a baby in your version. Okay. Because apparently that's very common, is people got a version of the story that Bloody Mary would appear in the mirror holding a dead baby. Huh. And that's, like, super common. That wasn't our story. (laughs) Ours was ghosts with blood coming out the eyes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was similar, but she was, like, coated in blood. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. So, the ritual as of today, um, it, it's called, I'm gonna butcher the name, but it's an act of catotromancy. Catotromancy. There's a P in there for some reason. Catotromancy. Whatever. <laughs> Got it. Um, it's essentially, like... It's an act of divination by looking into a mirror or a crystal or something. And that's what Bloody Mary is, like, classified as, according to Wikipedia. Um, (laughs) There's, like, a shit ton of different versions of playing the game. But they all involve a mirror. Um, And there are some versions where you spin around before looking into the mirror. There are some versions where you say her name 13 times. Uh, There are some that are three there are some that the lights all have to be off and you're in a completely black room. There are versions where you have to have a single candle. There are versions where you can go in with a group of people as long as you follow a slew of other rules. And there's versions where it's just you. Like, it's, It seems very much like one of those things that differ depend on where you are. You yeah. Know? Which like, middle school you went to. Exactly. Um, but regardless, the the act of the ritual itself usually boils down you say her name you're looking into a mirror Mm -hmm. you see her yeah um so she allegedly will appear as a corpse a witch a ghost sometimes she can be friendly apparently um most of the stories i heard she was evil (laughs) um usually like sometimes people say she's covered in blood she's crying blood like whatever And then the lore around it says that, like, some people might see her screaming at them, cursing them, uh, and then in other versions, she could steal your soul, 
or like reach out of the mirror and strangle you, scratch you, hurt you in some way physically. Um, in a, a collection of versions, she she goes for your eyes specifically, oh. like a rabid animal. Go for the eyes. Um, and there are versions that call her different names. There's Hell Mary, uh, and Mary Worth are popular ones. There's also um, a Japanese myth that like parallels it a lot. I think I've heard about that. It's the in the Japanese version, um, you can only do it in a school bathroom. Oh. Because it's a girl, her name, I have it written down, Hanukkah-san, um, allegedly, like, it was a girl who commits suicide in a school bathroom, and now that's the, the way you summon her. But I'm pretty sure that spirit's not malicious. I don't know. We'll have to cover it one day. Um, but, so the game really began to get popular in the 70s, but it's been around for, like, long ass time I'll talk about that a little later but it's been around forever but it it probably had to do with the kids in the 70s being raised by like the hippie generation and the satanic panic had just happened yeah um so it's a lot of like that became the thing you do at sleepovers is oh we're gonna go into the bathroom and we're gonna play Bloody Mary which side note why why was that a thing little girls did with their friends what Dude, else were we supposed to do? Did boys just, like, play video games at sleepovers? Because we were summoning demons. Like, <laughs> really said, okay, Bloody Mary is invited to. Right. But, like, why? Because every version, because, like, it was it was in the end, that's why we drink episode and the, the John Solo episode. They both addressed that as being kind of weird. And I was like, no, you're right. Little girls are like, I want to talk to dead things. <laughs> like, I think it also comes from, like, Usually, there's not a, a video game console in your room for a sleepover. I mean, yeah. What do you, what do you, you, you can braid hair for so long, <laughs> and then you're like, all right. Now let's, what we barely came here for. Let's all walk down to the bathroom and get this over with, because we all know what we're trying to do. We're going to play Bloody Mary, <laughs> and then we're going to tell ghost stories, and one of us is going to end up crying. If not all. If not all. Every time, too. It's like you could go to the same little I don't girl's know, house. but it, it is like a sleepover thing to over quarantine. Uh, me, Adam, and Reza, mm-hmm. we would uh, sit around the campfire and tell SCPs. Yeah, we would. You mentioned that when you did the sloth man episode. Yeah, we would just that like I think it's you have to try to see who gets the most scared, which is so interesting. It's a dominance thing, I'm sure. <laughs> I dom- rule this crowd of children. I'm also a child, but... It's a dominance thing, I'm sure. You gotta see who doesn't get scared. Okay. So, the... the Okay. Like I said, she goes by, like, a shit ton of names, depending on who you hear the story from. Um, true names. You know, she's always Bloody Mary, but, like, who mm-hmm. was Bloody Mary, you know? But there's a handful of... All of my sources agreed that there are four main people it could be. Some of them only gave three. The infographic episode only gave, like, the the historical figures. Um, But pretty much all of the sources I read, including, like, Reddit and Wikipedia, all agreed that there's four main contenders of who Bloody Mary could be factually. Um, Do you have any guesses? I know there was, like, a a queen, not, like... 
No, you're completely right. There's three different queens. Oh, it's all queens. Yeah. I know there was, like... They're all, like, English royalty. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember who they were related to, because mm-hmm. I can't remember. That? Dude. You know you know how our special interest is, like, ghosts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a podcast. Um, the... I want to meet someone and sit down and have a conversation whose special interest is, like, old English history, like the Tudor era. Mm-hmm. Like, I want I want to hear someone talk about that for... Who just knows who just all the knows people it. and how they're related. And... Because I know who these people are from, like, history classes. Yeah. Like, we, we all know who Henry VIII is. But, like, I want... I want to hear more about it without having to watch the Netflix original series. <laughs> like, but, um, so the, the first one that is suspected is Queen Mary. Uh, Queen Mary Tudor, she was a queen of England. She was the daughter of Henry VIII. Um, okay. And was known to be the first queen to rule on her own without a king. Wasn't there, I thought there was one that it was somebody's sister. Sister? Maybe. I don't know. I, for some reason, I remember, like, it was this queen's sister who was also a queen somewhere else. Because, you know, it would be, like... There's a cousin. Cousin. Maybe yeah. it's cousin. One of the girls later is the cousin of Queen Elizabeth. I think it was that one that I'm remembering. Okay. So, she's... Whatever. Mary Tudor is the daughter of Henry VIII. Um, she was much more known for being incredibly Catholic, though. Um, so, during the English Reformation, you know, the... <laughs> And history 101, um, the, the Protestants split from the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. right? And they became two different things, loosely. Um, Mary was super not happy with this, and she was in charge at this time. So in 1554, she signed an act that resulted in the Marian prosecutions, which is um, essentially she begun to execute Protestants who refused to recount their faith. Begun. Began? Began. Begun, began, began, begun. Those words sound fake now. (laughs) Yeah. Is it begun or began? Is begun a word? Say your sentence again. She begun to execute Protestants? She began to to execute execute Protestants? Grammarly didn't catch that. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) She burned over 300 Protestants at the stake. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And she... The reason people link her to Bloody Mary is because she was known as Bloody Mary. Because she was executing hundreds of people at a time. And she was notably cruel when she did it. So, like, some people were strangled before their bodies were just burned. Um, And then other times, if Mary was having a bad day, she would just burn you alive. Oh. Yeah. Um, So, the, the... there's a lot of other, like, tragic elements of her life. Also, like, she had a phantom pregnancy. Do you know what that is? It's think, exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It's like a, a you think you're pregnant, so your body starts to displaying all the symptoms. Mm-hmm. But when it t- came time for her to actually give birth, there was no baby. And over time, like, a few months later, her stomach started to deflate because she didn't have it. She wasn't actually pregnant. That's crazy that that's a thing that happens. No, yeah, your body just really tricks you. And then it happened twice to her. But the second time, it was probably a result of, uh, like, the swelling and stuff. And the complications were probably a result of ovarian cancer. Oh. Yeah, so it's, she had some tragic 
stuff happened to her during her life and then um there was a baby involved so that links her to some sometimes people hear that bloody mary has a baby with her and then like they think it's like the baby that never was and then her nickname was bloody mary because she was actively burning protestants at the stake checks out so that's that's number one and then we have another queen queen mary of scots is probably who you were thinking of the first time. That's not, it all sounds really familiar. She Queen Mary of Scots, the cousin. I'm going in order of like which so like Queen Mary probably isn't Bloody Mary. She's like in third place for me. This bitch is in second place for me of who Bloody Mary could be. Um so she had legitimate claims to both the Scottish and English thrones, which resulted in her kind of becoming like a political pawn. Um, unfortunately, like a lot of men sought to marry her because I mean, she was in charge of both um, or had claims to both. So her her husband slash cousin. Fun. Yep. Um, while she was pregnant, her husband stabbed a man 56 times in front of her. And then following that. For why? Wait, for why? No fucking clue. <laughs> Following that, he died really mysteriously. No one suspected Mary, though. Like, no one really focused on her. Even though, um, after he died, she married one of the main suspects. So I'm not saying she killed her husband, but I'm not not saying she killed her husband. Um, her, her husband what? Just, just killed a man, though. So like, yeah, she was also, he was also He might have been cousin. involved with some stuff. Right. Also a cousin. <laughs> Your face. Um, There's just a lot to unpack there. <laughs> people did get suspicious of her eventually, though, so she ran to Queen Elizabeth I to try and hide from prosecution. Um, and instead of protecting her, Queen Elizabeth threw her in jail because she was afraid of an uprising. I, re- I remember this. Yeah, so Mary was imprisoned for 18 years by Elizabeth, and then there were enough rumors floating around that Elizabeth decided it wasn't even worth it to keep her alive. So she put her to death. Okay. Um, so she essentially accused... Because, you know, I, I don't know if you remember this from history class, but there was... I don't, And I can't even remember if it was paranoia or if it was fact, but there was a lot of thoughts that there was a plot to overthrow Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. That was a huge thing. And she suspected that Mary was part of that plot. To overthrow Queen Elizabeth I. Um, so the way they described it is like Mary came to her own execution with like a sort of dignity about her. Like she wasn't fighting or kicking and screaming. Like she, she, the words were dignified grace um, is how she approached it. Um, some, some even said she was like almost cheerful in a way. I mean, at this point, you've been imprisoned for 18 years. In like, yeah, in like a dungeon. Right. Of an old English castle. The problem with that, though, is that the executioner was a fucking amateur and made a mess of this execution. I, I remember this from mm-hmm. class, too. I do, too. As soon as I started reading it, it started ringing bells. Mm-hmm. Um, the first axe blow did not hit her neck. It hit the back of her head. And um, the crowd was, like, gasping in horror. Like, it was... He literally just put an axe in the back of her head Um, but he's, like, trying to fix it or whatever, so the second swing didn't go all the way through, and he had to saw 
the rest of her head off. Um, so there's blood everywhere. <laughs> um, and she actually wasn't, according to some, wasn't even killed by the decapitation. She bled to death. So it was just a, a messy, 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 messy beheading on top of a, what might have been a murder plot, might have been a plot of an uprising. Um, and then when he was finally done, he tried to pick her head up to say, like, long live the queen because, you know, they're execution executing her because she was probably... Overthrown. Oh, yeah. So he tried to pick it up, to, like, in a way, to, weird way to, like, honor Queen Elizabeth, and uh, Mary's wig fell off, so the head fell and, like, rolled away. Ah. Uh. And so he's just holding a wig. <laughs> He, he never showed up to work again. No, he he. He'll he never quit. work in this town again. <laughs> Put him to death. How do you botch an execution that hard? Can't be that bad. I don't know. They really. You mean to tell me that they put an amateur to execute? Do you know how they picked the plague doctors? They, <laughs> if you were a fruit salesman on the side of the road, you said this before. I hate that, though. That literally one of the most famous ones was just a dude on the side of the road selling apples. And they're like, you look qualified. You look like a smart man. Come on in, You're doctor. A Come on in, doctor. <laughs> he sells fruit. He's a businessman. He's got a business model. He can cure some wounds. An entrepreneur. An entrepreneur. <laughs> Oh my god, but... It, yeah, so they just picked the dude out there. No, yeah. So you look like you can swing an axe. Get on up here. <laughs> and he like could not, and he could not. He could not. He, no. Also, wasn't it a thing? I might be remembering wrong, but... Weren't executioners anonymous? I think they, yeah, it was... So that you never knew... Because, like, I mean, you could know that Tom down the street is an executioner, but you wouldn't know that... Tom down the street is the one who executed Queen Mary. Yeah. Like, it was kind of one of those things where you never knew who was actually I don't know if it was them. always anonymous, but I, I believe that's true for at least some areas. Okay. Where it was, you were, there was multiple ones. It was yeah. a dignified position, but it was, people didn't want their executioners getting killed for killing specific people, right. like you said. If someone sympathized with Queen Mary. Queen or... Mary, and knew that John down the road was the executioner working that day. <laughs> he clocked in, she was dead a few hours later, all I'm saying is you can put the pieces together, like, but, anyway. Wasn't there, I was just trying to remember, because it was like, I know in some cases, like, you'll go on Wikipedia or something and read about a famous person, or from this era, or whatever, and you'll know who executed them. Like, there will say, like, executed by blah 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 on this day, and then sometimes it's just like, oh, and the executioner, like, did it, you know? Interesting. I want to know the criteria for when it's anonymous and when it's not. But there is a third bitch, okay? And I I know you know who this person is. You might not know her name, but you know who this person is. Elizabeth Bathory, a.k.a. the Blood Countess. It's ringing bells. Yeah. It's ringing bells. So she's a Hungarian royal from the 1500s, and she is classified as the most prolific female serial killer in history yeah yeah um she's also cited as one of the potential inspirations for bram stoker's dracula okay so she's she's the bitch um she we're probably going to do an episode on her eventually because whoa that's a title um but she was one of those people who 
kind of similar to um, Madame Dolphy Lollery, mm-hmm. um, who believed that like bathing in blood would reverse aging. Which now I'm thinking about like the fact that that is like a common thought bothers me. Anyway, <laughs> um, so what she would do is she would go into like neighboring towns and ask families for their daughters and would be like, hello, um, I need more servants. Would you like to come to my castle or send your daughter to my castle so that she can be trained as a maid or a cook um, or a, a midwife or something, something, a handmaid? Um, and I will take her to live with me, essentially. And a lot of these peasants did give up their daughters because even being a servant for royalty was better than, like, back-breaking field labor. Mm-hmm. So she would take these girls um, to, like, her little castle. And they did not live much longer after that. No, I figured that's where no. I was going. Um, she was notorious for torture was one of the things um and she another thing she was quite fond of was bathing in the blood of young women um and it got to the point where she had killed every young girl in every neighboring village and started going outside of that to get even more victims do you want to guess her number? That's a lot of it's a lot of people if you're running out of villages. I was about to say not running out of like people running out of villages. I don't know. Lay it on me. Um, the th- estimated over six hundred. Over six hundred. Um, can't. It's hard to confirm it. You know. It's but, like Julia Tafana. Same yeah. number too. Yeah. Um. The only difference is... You just had to start guessing. No, I was going to say, at this point, though, it's like, damn. But... Kind of the opposite. Yeah. Of Julia Tafana, now that we're, we're going to get into it. Julia right. Tafana was, like, setting women free, with the, like, so they could right. poison their husband, and she's out here, I will steal all the little girls. <laughs> it was also, like, it's poison versus torture. Yeah. No, and, it's definitely yeah. a different ballpark, but, but it's, like... Same number. Yeah. It was just weird that it was two women... Who are also classified as, like, crazy prolific... Serial killers. Some of the most successful serial killers. Ever. Just period. Yeah. Um, Because obviously, like, you know, I want to... I don't know if it'd be too morbid to, like, compare. Is that a line? That might be a line. To compare... Like, numbers. Like... So when you're when we're saying like one of the most prolific serial killers in history, what makes someone prolific? I think prolific would be how many people, how many right. lives they took. When I was in my criminal justice class, he um, he called it like, oh, a spectacular case. No. Something, the way that certain um, cases are classified in media um is dependent on number or the the method of death like if it's truly like really graphic mm-hmm. or um something strange with like the victim or the the killer 
It's like the, the more horrific it is, the more likely it is to be covered in media. And horrific can either be because of body count or because of method. method. So it's like, because it's, when my brain says prolific serial killer, I'm thinking H.H. Holmes, who we learned recently only killed like nine people, but had a torture hotel. Yeah. And then like the Bundys and the Gacy's and it's not because they killed 600 people. The coverage of it is, like you said, it's that, that that had media involved. Yeah. We weren't around anywhere near the times of Julia Tafana. Which is so interesting. Bloody Mary. We'll, we'll circle back to this. Um, she was <laughs> also, there were also um, reports of cannibalism, beatings. I would not doubt. Stranglings, and then specifically stabbings with needles. And then on some of the body, there were lacerations from Elizabeth's own teeth marks. Huh. She, she was just, like, gnawing on bodies. Um, so the, the estimate is that 600 girls or more died. Um, so she is one of the ones that, like, a lot of people agree is Bloody Mary. A lot of so. people believe it was Elizabeth Bathory because... I think it also comes from, um, like, intent. You know, like, she was a murderer. Yeah. Who bathed in literal blood. Um, but she wasn't named Mary. Anyway. That was my next question. Well, there's also, like, even in the And That's Why We Drink episode, M talked about how other names for Bloody Mary are, like, all of these different last names, so like Mary Wales, Mary J- Thompson, Mary Bloodsworth, Mary this, that, the other. And then there's, she's also sometimes called Elizabeth or um, Agnes, but I couldn't find anything on why she... I remember that just like rang a bell way deep in the back of my brain. I think I watched a video one time. And right. They, they like, they didn't explain it, but also brought up the fact that like Agnes was a name. Yeah, she was also I sometimes just, like, called in fight or flight mode Black Agnes. That. That Agnes one, or Black that Agnes, one. yeah. But I don't know why. Because it wasn't, like, one of those ones that, like, there might have been a historical figure. Like, I just don't know. Someone severely misheard Bloody Mary. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't remember it. And they're like, yeah, Black Agnes. <laughs> but the, the last one is um, the one that... Was that your phone? Yeah. Oh. The last one is the one that not everyone reports on. Like, not every source brought forth this this chick as a suspect. Um, pretty much every other source I read, though, listed Elizabeth Bathory, Mary, Queen of Scots, or Queen Mary. But this one, her name is Mary Bloodsworth, and she lived in Massachusetts. There's also a theory that this um, is Mary Worthington, like they were the same person, and throughout history that their names got switched somehow um she was she sold healing herbs and she was so beautiful that people assumed she was a witch fun right so one year a lot of girls in the village began to disappear and the story goes that mary was kidnapping these young girls for sacrifice or something of that nature to retain her youth so another similar yeah so there, the story goes that one night, a daughter of a miller in town left her house in sort of like a trance, 
and was like set on going to Mary's house but like even her mom like ran out of the house after her and was screaming after her and all this stuff and no one could stop her and it got to the point where her mom was so loud that other townspeople started trying to help and someone like scouts ahead to try and see where she's going and realizes that she's headed towards Mary's house Mm -hmm. so um and, like, Mary was, in some versions, like, holding a wand or, like, chanting. And then in some versions, it's, like, Mary's house was glowing and so was the girl. Like, different versions. Interesting. But um, the villagers ended up catching up to the girl and, like, trying to go to Mary's house. But before they could, Mary broke a mirror, cut her hand, and cursed specifically all of the women and girls in the village. Oh. Um, and people call it the curse of Bloody Mary. So later in a courtroom, um, it was noticed that Mary was pregnant, but she refused to say who the father was. So people just assumed, like they should, that it was the devil. That's where I was going, so. Um, Logical conclusion. You know, the Antichrist. (laughs) Just little things. Um, And so they said that the baby must die. So they took, in some versions, it's the same shard of glass that she cut her hand with. In other versions, it's just like a weapon. Um, I would say that's pretty metal if they brought the glass from the house <laughs> right. to the courtroom. But slashed her thick enough that they killed the baby. So in some versions, it's like she slashed her hand with the mirror and then they used the same mirror. In some versions, she just cursed them and then later they used a piece of a mirror. But, like, the mirror gets brought in a lot. Um, and this is also sometimes, like, it explains the baby Mm-hmm. And it also sometimes explains why Bloody Mary is seen wrapped in chains. Because when witches were killed, they'd be buried in chains. In chains oh, that's Sometimes. Cool. I was going to say, this was just like a, a weird thought I had for, what, what's her name? The, the Elizabeth. Bathory? Yeah. The one that goes in the bathtub. Whoa. That's why you have to play in the bathroom. Oh. That's where my mind went. I didn't even think of that. My mind was like, oh, she bathes in blood. That would explain why Mary would be, like, dripping in blood. Yeah, that, like, that carries. Like, oh, but then bathtubs. It's in the bathroom. No. You play by the bathtub. And it's little girls who always play, like we said. Right. A lot of these involve women. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is if we brought up, you brought up in the beginning. Yeah. I'm now seeing why. Right. Because it is weird that little girls are the ones who played. It was, when I played in the school bathroom, it was just all the girls in the class. And we were like, so... We're, we're all, we agree, we should go play Bloody Mary in the bathroom at recess. Got it. <laughs> like, it was just a weird phenomenon. We should all go play Bloody Mary in the bathroom at recess. But it's also, like, isn't it weird that, like, so many true crime podcasts are also hosted by women? Why is it that this is a, is this a gendered fixation? This is so off topic, besides the fact that women are involved. But I was reading something about how most, like, sci-fi tropes Mm -hmm. were started by women really so like the and you can i don't i haven't saved now because i want to read the books but it's like a lot of your your weird i can't even remember any of them but it's like your your i don't know just the like utopian sci-fi tropes Mm -hmm. or or just stuff that you see so much now yeah a lot of that was another weird sci-fi fact star trek a TV show ran in the middle of the day while all the men were at work and was predominantly a female interest before Ooh. the men got a hold of it and gatekeeped it. That's so interesting. Yeah. And, but isn't that also an, cause do you remember the, um, 
off topic other than the fact that it's a TV show, but the <laughs> rabbit hole real quick. The the supernatural drama, do you remember that? Like when the one of the creators of Supernatural figured out that his audience was predominantly women and like got mad about it? I don't remember that. It was like a big piece of drama for some reason at some point. I don't even remember all the details, but it was like the fact that women consume media like that. Yeah. Um was it's like because piece- women are witches. That. It was always... I'm just saying. I mean, it answers a lot of questions. I'm just saying. But uh, that's so interesting to me. Because it's like... I'm not saying it's specifically, like, always gendered. But, like, have you seen that tweet that's like... It was it was during the ACAB stuff. Um, but it was like... If we defund the police who were going to solve the murders. And the top comment under that was... Women with true crime podcasts. <laughs> But it's like, isn't that so true? Like, that it's like a fixation, almost. But it's one of the, like, I've never met a group of men who were as fixated with, like, morbid curiosity. You know? That's so interesting. And I want to know more about it. I think it also comes from the fact that when you're a girl, you're, you, like, growing up, you know, like, oh, you don't like, you don't want to go play outside with the dead bugs. You, right. you know, you're... It, you're kept away from, you're like, oh, no, 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 that's too, too, like, dirty, dirty for your innocent girlish mind, and then so you rebel by, well, I'm gonna look up what death is. (laughs) (laughs) There was also a theory I was reading not too long ago, um, I think it was on Reddit, that was talking about how the reason there aren't many women serial killers is because they don't get caught, because, like, when a woman commits murder on a grand scale it's not for the same reasons that a man will like it's more out of like revenge and yet less out of a um like an instant reaction kind of thing i, I read which it, would explain why a lot of the female serial killers numbers are really fucking high that's i was gonna say the exact same thing that especially like in in the 1700s stuff like way old times you women were you know, they took care of the house. They weren't yeah. strong enough to kill anybody. No woman could kill a man. Like, it was such a hierarchy that it was, yeah. like, it was, you could, that was inconceivable to the people that a woman could have that kind of power over any man and kill someone like that. So that's why these these people were able to get away with so much. Okay, side note, I need you to know, this feels sexist. I googled, um... I'm on the Wikipedia page that's talking, like, just about serial killers in general. And serial killers with the highest known victim count. The first one, his name is Luis Garavito. He's from Colombia, um, or his country, Colombia, Ecuador, and Venezuela. His body count is 300. And he's the top of the list. Does it have to do with how he killed? Um, Like, are they saying because... This His way. possible victims are 172 to 300 plus, and he was a child murderer. Oh, wait! I know who this is. We're gonna talk about him one day. He's the beast. Oh. Yeah. But, like, the... Why? I just said Elizabeth Bathory is assumed to have killed over 600 people. We've also said... Julia Tavana. 600 people. This feels sexist. Anyway... And there was a nut, there was other poisoners right after Julia Tifana, too, that were, like, super high counts. It's, and, and, like, a lot of those are nameless. Yeah. We don't know who they were, because nobody, 
That's so a woman couldn't do that. I think especially I just, two women. Betcha. <laughs> you know, I was thinking the other day when I go to grad school, what am I going to write my dissertation on? And I think I just figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to understand this more because that that topic, so interesting, so fucking interesting. Anyway. Oh, anyway. Bloody yeah. Mary killed girls in the bathroom, and that's why little girls play it at sleepover. We answered the question, case closed. Awesome. <laughs> so, those are our suspects of who Bloody Mary is. Um, I could see all of them. Yeah. So, the... Now we're going to get into more of... I'm going to tell you about how it started, and then, like, some other fun things. But the version that John Solo heard growing up, the guy from YouTube was that um, she wasn't any of these people. She was a 14-year-old girl who was murdered in the 1800s, and the story was that her eyes were spooned out, and that's why she's bleeding from the sockets, and in this version, you'd summon her into the mirror, and she would try to specifically steal your eyes. Um, And I've heard, I've mentioned, I wanted to mention that because I have heard the eye thing before. I have heard the eye thing. Um, Well, you say it, I remember the eye thing. But originally, this ritual was a divination ritual by young women and what would you you'd have to do is walk up a flight of stairs backward <gasps> i've heard this and hold a candle in a mirror uh-huh and you would it, in a in a dark house and you would gaze into the mirror and allegedly you would see either your future husband or a skull and the skull means you die before marriage huh so it was like a, a ritual to predict the future which also leans into the fact that in some versions of the Bloody Mary story, she's not summoned to, like, specifically hurt you. Um, in some versions, she'll answer a question. That's what, what we said. Yeah. If, I think ours was more like, if she doesn't attack you, you get a, you get a question. Yeah. Or she'll attack you. Like, right. Like, we had either or. But, um, so... Other cultures around the world do have, like, similar rituals. Um, a lot of them involve summoning the dead through mirrors, like we talked about Hanako-san in uh, Japanese culture. Um, but all of, like, all of this traces all the way back to ancient Greece. Using mirrors to talk to the dead is not a new thing. Um, and typically the goal, though, is to try and figure out the future in some way. In ancient Greece, it was seeing a, a, a healthy face or a sickly face to see, like, where your future was headed. Um, now, though, Bloody Mary has sort of evolved into, like, a game of courage. Yeah. Um, so it's like, who who will do it? Because she may just kill you. So, a lot of people also think that Mary can steal your soul or strangle you. Like, that she'll reach out of the mirror. Checks out. So... We are going to talk about uh, some experiences people have after playing the game. So a lot of people hear, like, footsteps when they're the only ones home. Um, hallway lights come on. Bathroom doors fly open. The The, the thing that got me was um, the the tap of the sink will turn on. Do you remember the Sam and Colby video where yes. that happened? Yes. Um, when they, they went for the viewers. Um, did you see our caption for our last episode? Yeah, it was, about it was like, there will one day be an episode where we don't go on a Sam and Colby tangent. This is not that episode. No. Like, but Sam and Colby went to the Queen Mary and did Bloody Mary in the bathroom. Yep. We've talked before about their Queen Mary story where not much happened. Um, and then later, four months later, they released the video talking about, like, the, the conversation. 
Um, I believe we talked about that on episode 20 with Aaron. Uh, but in in their in that video, they do get some action. They play Bloody Mary in the bathroom, and the the sink turns on when they're all in the other room, and the shower curtain moves, moves. while they're all in the other room. Um. So yeah. Um. And that was the first thing I thought of. You can also sometimes hear someone drumming their fingers on the door, like the the pitter patter. Um. Oh, that's yeah. awful and bad. Sometimes people have their bedroom door, like, closets fly open as if someone was trying to shove their way out. Hated that, right? Mm, the boogeyman in the closet. Um, one time, someone's bathroom curtains flew open by themselves. Uh, doors without locks have locked people in the bathroom. Excuse me? Like, to prevent you from getting out. Uh, what do you do if your door is stuck closed? You start screaming. <laughs> At that point, no, 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 no. I'm trapped in a bathroom with a demon. Um, I'm not dying here. One girl um, ended her Bloody Mary chant by saying, I don't believe in Mary Worth. And then she tripped over a doorknob and broke her hip. Uh, people Those really just tripped her. <laughs> no, literally. That felt so passive-aggressive, because it's not even like you got, like, a slash mark to prove that you were injured by no, Bloody Mary. No, everyone's gonna be you like, just oh, broke you just your fucking hip. Yeah, no, that was dirty. <laughs> that was dirty. Um, people have also come out of the bathroom covered in scars that looked like they'd been there for years, but, like, were brand new. And, um, a lot of people will also say that those scars will, like, vanish the next day. So it's like you don't you don't have proof. Yeah. Um some people also smell rotting flesh. Uh some people have watched the flesh fall off of Mary's face while she's staring at them cuz you know the the most common thing is you're going to see someone in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I think I glossed over that. Yeah. Um when you do bloody mary, the most common thing is that you're going to She's gonna, in the mirror. She's either in the mirror looking at you or you see her behind you yeah. in the reflection. Which made me want to die. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Some people have had Mary throw her dead baby at them. Dang. Yeah. Um, one person wrote a story that she threw the baby at them, and then the va- the baby vanished into them. Ugh. Yeah. Um, scratches all over the body. Um, you know, stories that are obviously like reaching Mary reaching out to touch you in some way. Objects behind you in the mirror will move in the reflection. Um, multiple people have also spoken Latin hmm. after. Um, but two notable... Also, side note, I just got this whole list of experiences from M, and that's why we drink episode. I did pull some off of Reddit, but a lot of that came from and that's why we drink, along with these two stories. So one person went into the bathroom, turned off the lights, spun in a circle seven times, and said Bloody Mary on each turn. Um, they stopped facing the mirror on the last turn and waited for something to happen. Um, nothing happened, though. Nothing moved. There were no scratches. There was no woman. Um, so they turned to leave, and then a woman started to sing. Ugh. Yeah. Um, they turned back to the mirror to see Mary, and she had blood-soaked, long brown hair, and she looked like her throat had been slit. I've heard that story, too, with the, the throat. Yeah. They tried to scream, and their brother started banging on the door to try and, like, get get in to help them because they Mm -hmm. were screaming, Um, and this pissed Mary off. Because at first, she'd been, like, smiling. 
And singing. And singing. And then she started to frown. She reached out of the mirror to scratch them on the side of their face, um, on the right side of their face. They said that they could feel her nails strike so hard that they fell to the floor and busted their head open on the end of the tub and woke up in the hospital (gasps) with, like, their whole right side of their face bandaged. Another one... Um, someone did the ritual, but nothing in, like, the mirrors, uh, in the mirror happened, or the corners happened, and then right as they were about to turn on the light, they caught a glimpse of someone, um, it was dimly lit, so the person was, like, in a shadow, essentially, but they had a wide open mouth, it was completely silent, uh, she had black all around her eyes, and it was a very clear image, they were completely frozen in fear, essentially having a staring contest, with Bloody Mary, um, and then Mary lifts her arms up, her hands are bright red, and her nails are all gone, like, ripped off, um, and the hands grabbed their shoulders, and, like, a chill went down their spine, the air went cold, they screamed, turned on the switch, and ran. Good choice. So, a lot of people also will see, like, the lights flicker by themselves, um, and, like, like, cabinets and stuff moving, um, in some versions, like I said, you can actually ask Mary a question and she will answer it. Um, it's also possible she'll just start violently screaming. Um, some versions of the story, she's like a banshee. Yeah. But, like, her screams aren't gonna, like, rupture your eardrums. They're gonna leave you with, like, lasting psychological trauma. <laughs> um, there's also, the, the thing that gets me about this ritual, because when I read it, when I was reading about it, like, this line made me click. Okay? There is no known way to dismiss Bloody Mary. I was going to bring that up. There's no known way. It's not like a Ouija board where you say goodbye. Yeah, there's always rules. Like, you have yeah. to end it like this. Bloody Mary's like, if she shows up, she's there. No, right. There's no way to close that portal once you open it. And she I feel like that has something now. to do with the mirrors. <laughs> but um, the, the, uh, the thing, the reason I brought that up is sometimes you will like summon her and she won't show up and then you'll come back to that mirror like two days later and she'll be there gross and bad um if i like did that a month later there's someone in the mirror moving out that somebody else can deal with that so sometimes she also will refuse to leave and she'll continue to visit you in the same mirror that you summoned her in for like months um and the other the gag with that is that you are told like to never break that mirror because if you break that mirror now she's not stuck to anything yeah and she will be able to like have free roam and essentially like attach herself to you rather than the portal so a lot of people say that if if she does start to regularly appear to just lock that mirror up somewhere safe and try and prevent it from being broken and just like forget about it (laughs) It's your big bathroom mirror. You gotta take it off the <laughs> you can wall. take it off the wall. But um, I'm gonna read you a Reddit sub or a Reddit story real quick, um, and then we're gonna get into like some of the science behind it. Okay, so um, this is all directly word for word from Reddit. The user was deleted, so I can't credit them, unfortunately. Um, but so after reading this subreddit for a while now, I have decided to post about one of the few spooky experiences I had in my life. As a young child, I was basically the definition of chicken shit. 
I used to sleep with my lights on or fall asleep to the sound of a movie blasting out of my TV. I guess all of that fear drained out of me during those years because at this point I'm not exactly a person you would call a coward, but I do have my moments. Now to the story. When I was seven or eight, I started going to my elementary school's summer recreation program. There, I met some of the best people that, that I know. I met a girl, we'll call her Rebecca, who to this day is one of my best friends. We all sat in a small corner of a large gymnasium while she told us about Bloody Mary, the lady in the mirror. She told us the basic story about Bloody Mary, who was a woman who had lost her child, and if you chant her name while standing in front of a mirror in a dark room, she will appear. Now, after her telling us about Bloody Mary, I continued to hear news stories from different people throughout the summer. Variations, backstories, everything that made the story feel more scary. Being the young, naive child that I was, I believed it. All of it. At past midnight, I would lay awake in my pitch black bedroom, contemplating what I would do if Bloody Mary just happened to slip out of my mirror and into my room. One night, I went to my bed as usual and tried to sleep, as it was the night before my ninth birthday. I kissed my mom and dad goodnight and proceeded to go to my bedroom and fall asleep with the lights with my lights like always. I slowly fell asleep. I woke up, the room was pitch black, my mom probably closed the door or turned off the light or something, and I looked at my illuminated LED alarm clock on my nightstand, 11.59. Great. I have to wait until 12.10 to go to the bathroom. Even if I did go to the bathroom, I would go in terrified and trying my best to avoid looking at the mirror. I sat there, alone in the dark with a full bladder. You know what? This is ridiculous. You're nine years old now. You should stop acting like you're two. Bloody Mary isn't real. I wanted to get over my fear. I really did. Thinking that if I went into the bathroom and did the ritual, nothing would happen and I wouldn't be scared anymore. I grabbed a candle from my parents' bad bedroom, tiptoeing quietly so I wouldn't wake them up. I crept down to the living room grabbed the light, and grabbed the lighter from the kitchen. I lit the candle, burned myself on my first try, and walked into the bathroom. I set the candle next to the sink and stared into my lit reflection. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Nothing happened. I was relieved. I quickly blew out the candle and slipped back into my bed, smiling. I laid there, staring at the clock. I closed my eyes, but then I realized it was nearly 90 degrees outside in the summer, and my bedroom was freezing. <laughs> I was afraid to open my eyes, but I did anyway, and in my doorway was a dark figure of a lady. Looking at her made my insides hurt. I wanted to scream, but I was also so afraid of waking up my parents. I closed my eyes and I tried to imagine puppies, flowers, the celebrations that would take place in the afternoon. I drifted to sleep while knowing that Bloody Mary was still watching. Morning. I woke up and the sunshine from outside blinded my eyes. I looked into the doorway, nothing. I went into the bathroom and dared to look into the mirror and there was a cut on my eyebrow. I changed into my dress for the day, noticing several small scratches all over my stomach and body. I tried to ignore them. After that day, I tried not to think about that night. I never told my friends what happened and, every and that everything that she said was real. I still read No Sleep. I'm not afraid of the dark. I play idiotic games with my friends like The Three Kings or The Midnight Game, but not Bloody Mary. Never Bloody Mary. Huh. It's intense. I picked that one, though, because, wow, she was not in the fucking mirror. Mm-hmm. 
She was just in the doorway. In the hall. Like, watching you. And then you, she woke up covered in, like, scratches and shit. Why? Why? Where'd those come from? Explain that. But, yeah. So, you know, as with everything, skeptics try to ruin it. Mm-hmm. Right? Just have fun, guys. Just have fun. She's a demon. She lives in the mirrors. Shut up. Okay, go with it. Roll with it. Come on. But, unfortunately, there is some science that tries to explain this phenomenon. No, but I'm interested. It is. It's super interesting. And when I read about it, it it almost made it worse in a way. Um, So, we're going to talk about it. But, there is some science that says staring into a dimly lit... Like, staring into a mirror... In a dimly lit room for a long period of time can cause your brain to hallucinate for a lot of different reasons. Um, Facial features may appear to melt, distort, disappear, and rotate, while other hallucinatory elements, such as animals or strange faces, might appear. And that's directly from Wikipedia. Um, So there is this person, his name is Giovanni Caputo from the University of Urbino, writes about this phenomenon. Um, He calls it the strange face illusion, and it's believed to be a consequence of a disassociative identity effect, and essentially it's causing your brain to not recognize your own face. So it's like a misfire in an unintentional way. So what he did was he tested this out on a group of 50 people and he had them all stare at a mirror for 10 minutes in a dimly lit room and then he had them all write what they experienced um so every single one of them experienced something and he's using this to prove the strange face illusion so here's what some of what they saw was um 70 percent of people saw huge deformations in their own face so, like, whether that be aging or melting or morphing in some way. Um, another group of people saw their parents' face with traits that had changed. Um, so, like, almost their parents. Um, 8% of their parents were alive and 10% were deceased. Um, they would also see an unknown person. And this was often an old woman, a child, or a portrait of an ancestor. And then um, there was also animal faces, and 48% say they saw a fantastical and monstrous being. What does that mean? No fucking clue. (laughs) Some people said that they felt like they were... This one got me. Holy shit. Um, So some people said that by the end of it, they felt like they weren't watching themselves in the mirror. They felt like the other was watching them. Bad bad mm-hmm. bad so side note um you know i'm obsessed with and that's why we drink right christine you know the co-host she's the one who talks about true crime m covers the ghosts the weird stuff m covered bloody mary um but christine took this time to like insert her own experience um apparently Christine, as a child, would often just stare at herself in the mirror for hours on end and, like, watch her face distort. That's cool. Um, literally. She, and she described it as, like, demonic. And halfway through, she was like, did, did all kids not do that? And Em was like, no. That is not what you do to pass the time on a Wednesday afternoon. No. Like, but Christine did that. And she described it as, like, like, her face turned into something else. 
Um, there's also, okay, so essentially the, the idea is that your brain just gets bored with looking at it, so it begins to neglect the image it's seeing and, like, mistranslate it in your oh. brain in some way. Um, so, like, it's the, the idea is that our brains are constantly updating our sight. You're not seeing everything as it is at one point in time. Like, I'm seeing you right now because I'm focusing on you. I'm not focusing on the dresser that's behind me. Yeah. Um, but when I turn to look at it, now I'm focusing on it. So the idea is that by staring at something for long enough... Are you staring at the dresser? Yeah, I'm going to distort the dresser. Okay. Um, the idea is that when you stare at something for long enough, you're not seeing every piece of your vision so eventually your brain will start to like replace pieces of your vision to make it easier to digest like have you ever played that game on it's like they show you a circle and there's a dot in the middle and when you focus on the dot it disappears Mm -hmm. that's that because you're focusing and it 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 almost like tries to smooth it out yeah your brain categorizes yeah groups to make it easier to process exactly so it's like trying to smooth out that's how a lot of those inconsistencies optical illusions Mm -hmm. online work perfect example but that's the theory um so the idea is that like your brain might be fixing one piece of your vision and updating another and like doing all this nonsense so it may distort um and then because your brain sees distortion in your own face your brain then categorizes it as a threat so, like, that's, and that only makes the illusion worse. Yeah. So, it, yeah. Um, there's also, a, it's a phenomenon called Troxler's fading. Um, and Troxler's fading is essentially the thing I just explained. Like, the name of the phenomenon. Your brain doesn't have the capacity to focus on everything at all times, so some things will just fade. Um... So if you aren't focused on it, your brain will ignore it. Specifically, your brain blends it into other familiar things. So when you're focusing on your face for too long, your brain will almost try to smooth it out to give to make it easier to focus on. So like the example that M gave is like if you have dimples, your brain might try to get rid of those because that's an, that it's too hard to digest right now. Yeah. So that that makes your mouth not look like your mouth. And then if you have, like, birthmarks or something, like, it, it almost smooths it out so that it's easier to digest, which changes the way your face looks. That's about, like, there's always that weird thing that happens when people don't remember birthmarks on their face. Yeah. I often, I have two, like, yeah. here and here. I forget about them all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, months go by. And then you look in the mirror one day and you're like, how, these are new. They have to be. <laughs> they have and then to you be. look at pictures and they're not. not they're not. They're completely. <laughs> um, but, so, the thing with this, though, is that it only applies to instances where you're, like, really focusing. So it doesn't, or the Troxler fading only really will apply to things that, like, when you're really, really focusing on something. Um, so that won't explain, like, Bloody Mary encounters where there's a group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe you're not really like focusing that hard in deep concentration um the the strange face illusion explains it a little better 
Christine also tells a story where she and her friend had been staring at each other and like talking to each other in the dark like over a sleepover or something and her friend hit her in the face because um, Christine's face didn't look like her face anymore but like the the mirror thing very real like you could stare at yourself in the mirror for hours and your face will not be your face by the end of it um like a lot of people will say even independent of bloody mary will say that they had experiences where like their reflection smiled at them Mm -hmm. or their reflection like blinked a little late um it's also like a lot of the 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 quote-unquote other in the mirror is changing in some way yeah um but yeah that's bloody mary Everybody, and also, your homework is to go stare in the mirror. Stop it! No, and it's report not. Report your findings. No, it's not. I'm not saying do Bloody Mary. Oh, just I'm like saying stare, at, stare yourself. at yourself in the mirror. You know, deep seated trauma. Watch your brain turn your own face into a demon. Yes. Do it in the reflection on my phone. Stop it! Just go do it in the bathroom on our intermission. That is a good point. I could do that. When I was... Because originally we were going to record this last night. I was so afraid. I really did not want to talk about this in the dark. <laughs> like, I have so many issues with mirrors in general. Does it have to be in the dark or can I just look in a mirror? Um, in a lit bathroom? So it, Wouldn't it still distort? Yeah, it would still distort. But I think the distortion goes faster when it's dim. Because it's harder to see. You're, it's easier to group. Yeah. So what you that should... That totally makes sense, though. No, that, yeah. That, like, your brain... Your brain does that with everything to make it easier. Yeah. Like it, like I was saying, the optical illusions, my teacher showed a lot of where if you had a square of shapes mm-hmm. and, and there's rows of triangles and then rows of circles, your brain's automatically going to, you could separate that shape into rows or columns, but your right. brain's automatically going to sort into yeah. columns where the like shapes are. Right. I'm doing stuff with my hands, so this might not come across as great through the microphone. We can post an example in the Discord, too. Yeah, Because totally. I know what you're talking about. But it, you're, we were just talking about it in psychology, where you, your brain is going to group those things because they're similar. So when a similar face, or, like, you see your face, your brain's just going to start throwing stuff at it. Yeah. To just not have to work on it anymore, because your brain's lazy. Like, your brain is lazy. But colors or anything, it's going to blend colors so it can take it in as a chunk instead of multiple little patches. The only correlation to this is the word lazy. But the other day I was in stats class and we were talking about how, like, to test a sample you have to have 30 people. And the example she gave was a sample of 30 people and she said, why? Because we're lazy. And then she kept going. (laughs) In my stats class the other day, we were talking about how... In a class, there's, like, 30 of us in the class, or, like, 27, mm-hmm. right under 30. And he was, like, how likely do you think some, there's someone with the same birthday in here? And we're all, like, not likely. There's some, there's 365 different birthdays. Yeah. With no way. You know, like, the likelihood of that. It's actually way higher than you think. Really? In 30 people, it was, like, almost 70%. And he's, like, we'll test it right now. We're going to go down the rows and say your birthday. I'm not joking. When he points at the first kid they go november 14th and another girl in the class raises her hand she says that's my birthday i hate that but i feel like that also has to do with because you would think it's like 365 days but is it really though no because there's birth like seasons like a lot of babies are born there's a birthday for each day right almost certainly but yeah yeah, there there's 
But, like, you can do the backwards math and say, like, oh, I'm I'm a Christmas baby. Mm-hmm. Or I'm a whatever baby. It like, has to do with, like, oh, weddings. Yeah. We usually fall during a certain season. Yeah. And then there's just so many people. It doesn't matter that there's so many birthdays. There's just so many people. Right. <laughs> That's crazy, though. It was, like, a weird... I was like, there's no way that... Did someone have your birthday? We didn't. We stopped there. Oh. <laughs> we just had to go until we got to the same birthday. And it was the, the first, first kid. One. Damn. <laughs> That's heavy. I was so mad, too, because they did it on my birthday. So I was about to be like, I can say my birthday and everyone's going to say happy birthday to me. It's going to be great. <laughs> and no. And you know, there's one other kid in the class who had the exact, exact same, same thought process. We were going through it we, that day. <laughs> We were both sitting here like, we're good to brag that it's our birthday. It's our birthday. We just get to do the birthday problem on our birthday, so. You know. It's fine. Did you have a good birthday this year? Your birthday just passed. It was fun. We, I did a lot of the celebrating not on my birthday, but on my birthday, I went and bought cupcakes. That's cute. And brought them over to a friend's house and we played card games. It was very fun. That's cute. You know, I went to bed the night before thinking, like, ah, yeah, it's Em's birthday tomorrow. Like, I, I gotta remember to tell Emily happy birthday. And I woke up, and, like, I didn't do it at first because I, I didn't remember at first. And I went on Instagram. I was going through your Instagram, like, going through Instagram stories, and your sister was like, it's my birthday. And I was like, shit! Like, <laughs> I was like, and I went on, and I texted you happy birthday. And then later, I was sitting in my finance class, and I got the notification from my calendar that was like, it's Emily and Ashley's birthday. And I was like, who the fuck is Ashley? <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, like, there's two of them. <laughs> but I haven't seen her since, like, Thanksgiving. Yeah, last it's been year. a while. But it was so funny. It was so funny. Like, I forget, I genuinely forget you're a twin. <laughs> Because to me, you're just like, oh, it's just Emily. That's so funny. Because it's also been so long since we've referred to y'all as the twins. Yeah, because she goes to a different school. N- yeah, but, like, it used to be, like, oh, when we'd be waiting for y'all at Grandma's house for Christmas, it'd be like, oop, the twins are on their way. Yeah. It's like, now it's, now it's, y'all are arriving separately. It's yes. like, oh, Emily's here. Yeah. Emily and Adam. Emily and Adam, oh, yeah. instead of Emily and Ashley. Different A person. Different A's. Speaking of A, have well, you watched Pretty Little Liars? <laughs> Does my reaction to that question tell you absolutely not? Because I don't see the correlation at all. Okay, you should. But only watch, like, the first few seasons. But Because the first few seasons are really good. But they're doing a Pretty Little Liars reboot. The season finale of Pretty Little Liars was, like, less than a year ago. <laughs> and they're doing a reboot like now that's funny but it's funny because gossip girl just got rebooted but gossip girl's old so it's like they're doing a reboot of gossip girl and that makes sense because it's it's a different generation of viewers now yes we all just watched the pretty little liars season (laughs) finale that series finale that you absolutely fucking botched and now now you want us to give you a second chance they know they bought something like we'll just scrap the whole thing they royally fucked up that show oh they really just started making shit up at a point (laughs) it's their show no it's a book series oh (laughs) (laughs) never mind never mind and the books are okay and like the first few seasons of the show are really good and then (laughs) 
and then there's a there's a pretty little liar because like the girls the 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 concept of pretty little liars is that there's four girls and they have a sleepover one night and their friend goes there's five girls and their friend goes missing one night and she was kind of like the queen bitch who knew everything about all of them and so years pass years pass and these girls start getting text messages of their secrets signed a and the friend that went missing was allison okay and it's it's things that only allison could know but allison is dead so these girls start getting tormented by this unknown person um and they think it's their dead friend and they they have to figure out who a is and who like why a is tormenting them uh, because these girls were not necessarily necessarily good people like they definitely blinded someone oh like but over the course of the show they you know more comes out and you learn more but there was one of the girls her name is hannah and she had like an eating disorder and some problems with shoplifting and like that was her whole story arc but she gets and she's like the new queen bitch um but not mean we like hannah but she gets this boyfriend right and he's like hacker dude he was homeless for a period i think and like slept in her basement like but they they get this cute little romance right and he becomes like a fan favorite on the show to the point where he gets a spin-off right that takes place in the same universe but in is is in like the town over mm-hmm. um because he goes to this town with the pretty little liars and finds his own tombstone <laughs> and the the whole point of this is that that spin-off show ghost 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 like ghosts and like murder mystery and all this stuff but it exists in the same world as pretty little liars huh because it is just caleb like that is the character and it's man's got it was so good it's so funny to me like because that concept is baffling to me because i put pretty little liars in the same place of my brain as like gossip girl not in the same place as Supernatural. Yeah, and then it was just, no, no. There Worlds are Worlds collide. <laughs> like, the Venn diagram is a circle. <sighs> okay. Are we ready for intermission? Are, I think we are ready for an intermission. Are you gonna, are you actually gonna go into the bathroom and stare at your face? I haven't decided yet, because we might could just jump right into my story. Like, just pause for intermission, take a sip of coffee, and then. I do have to pee. Never mind. Well, you go We're going to call an intermission and we will figure this out on our intermission. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Have fun with the elevator music that kind of annoys me now. Like my other favorite podcast other than ours <laughs> is The Office Ladies. Have you listened to it? I have not. No, it's heard really good. It's such good background noise, too, because it kind of hits the same notes as The Office for me. Because, like, The Office is that show that, like, I will be... I turn on The Office when I'm editing and, like, put it in my other window, mm-hmm. you know? Um, background noise. Background noise, exactly. We're just going to do that. I'll put The Office on and, like, watch The Office, like, halfway when I'm editing. But now I've been listening to The Office Ladies like, throughout the day or whatever. I don't know. I just think it's so interesting. And if you like The Office, you should listen to it. Because some of the background info is, like, super interesting. Like, I love the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. It just, like, I don't know, scratches an itch to, like, 
know what's going on. And especially, it's so interesting, It goes into too, the making of it. That. Because they start with episode one. And, like, they, every episode, they rewatch an episode of The Office. They cover it, like, almost scene by scene. And they talk about different things. And, like, they have guests on. Um, and it's super interesting to me. Like, the, the people who play, like, B, the BJ Novak, who plays Ryan, and Kelly, who plays, or Mindy Kaling, who plays Kelly, were both writers in the show. So that's why they're in the annex. Um, oh. So that they can be characters. But, like, the 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 producer of their show wanted some of his writers to be actors so that they could understand their actors more. And there'd be times when, like, like Jenna Fisher talked about, there'd be times, um, Jenna, are you in this scene? You're not? Okay, go, go talk to, um, the writers. They're, they're talking about some heavy Pam stuff, and I, I need you in there, like, to input. Um, but, like, Toby was also a writer, which is why he was in the annex. But... Listen to The Office, ladies. It's my favorite podcast. Other than ours. <laughs> yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I need to start listening more. I only listen to them because I have terrible music taste. Like, music, te- music, like, Errol, Errol will actively consume music to consume new music. I don't like consuming new music. Like, I don't like actively seeking it out. So, when I get bored of my playlists... I, yeah, I have, like, comfort music is what it is. Yeah, same. Stuff that I've listened to for a billion years. Playlists that just, like, scratch my brain. And when I don't want to listen to anything, like, when nothing satisfies it, I'll be like, okay, so do I want to listen to Dungeons & Dragons, Horror, or The Office? Because <laughs> those are my things right now. But I've also been, at like, Trixie Mattel and Katya Zomolochikova, the drag queens, mm-hmm. have a podcast that's now on my watch list. So I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to that too. I'm excited. I just saw a great picture of I think it's I don't remember what it was, but it was soldiers, and they were putting on a drag show <laughs> for other like other soldiers on the base. But they got like they had to go. Mm-hmm. They were like this was an active base at the time, and <gasps> the base had to start doing stuff. So it's a bunch of pictures of like these this, like, troop of soldiers now dressed in drag, like, manning the, the cannon, the AA manning gun. Manning the cannons. <laughs> That's funny. And they have, they're like, I don't even remember what, I think it's just one of the big turrets, one of the big mm-hmm. guns, and, um, and I'm gonna call them cannons, because pirates, but it's so, it's such a good, like, string of photos of the soldiers in drag, like, <laughs> just being soldiers. It's, I it's great. love that. But, side note, there, you just reminded me, too, but there's, um, I, do you follow Welcome to Night Vale on Twitter? No. You should. And anybody who is listening to our podcast and enjoys us should listen to Welcome to Night Vale, because it's such a good show. Because it's a, it's fiction, but it's like a, a radio show for a town that doesn't exist, and like a bunch of weird shit happens. But Apple Podcasts recently released, like, their top favorite podcasts, um, and some of, just to give you an idea of what we're hitting, uh, The Office Lady is on there, The Daily Show, um, Welcome to Night Vale is on there. Welcome to Night Vale quote tweeted, we're one of Apple Podcasts' favorite podcasts of all time. Take that, Moon. The Moon has never even made one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I beautiful i love them so much and some of their shit's just weird like (laughs) 
the they tweeted please don't pay any attention to the rumors about rituals and ghastly delights these are entirely untrue and also none of your business <laughs> like <laughs> who who does this they need to be paid more <laughs> oh at this store our policy is a little different ours is you break it you eat it <laughs> girl did you fall from heaven because you're still buzzing you smell like rust and potato potatoes and radiation levels are spiking <laughs> what this tweet brought to you by disney brand synthesegic family entertainment the collective unconscious privatized <laughs> what what lost dog has no idea what he's doing with his life. Can't make big decisions. Feels fine, but just doesn't know, you know? <laughs> what? I fucking love their Twitter account. <laughs> There's a Nightville live show happening soon. Really? Yeah. That's cool. It might have passed. Oh. But I'm gonna see. Um, cause I, I love Welcome to Night Vale. Are we ready to start your, your episode? Yeah, I thought you were checking. Oh yeah, I am checking the tour. Oh, it's 2022. Oh they're gonna be in boulder colorado you know what else is in colorado the stanley hotel you didn't even let me guess i knew that one <laughs> you didn't even let me guess i knew that one um chicago like we could go to a welcome tonight bill show and then spend the night at the stanley <laughs> i thought you were still listing stuff in colorado chicago <laughs> <laughs> the entirety of color of colorado fits cal er, nope 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 fits cal ca chicago Inside. I'm gonna kill myself. Okay, 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 okay. What have you got for me? I have. I'm just gonna jump right into it. Do you know who the chessboard killer is? What? The chessboard killer? Like, like a chessboard. Like a chessboard. Like a board with squares on it. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So. I have a feeling I'm about to know about it, though. No, that's not my topic today. That was just oh, a Oh, okay. No. no, completely. Um, <laughs> um, I'm actually going to be doing, uh, like, the Hello Kitty murders. <laughs> just a way left field. Actually a thing, though. Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, it'll be an episode one day. Sucks. Anyway. Keep listening. Keep listening. And maybe... Unless you're listening backwards. Unless you're listening backwards, and then in which case, what is wrong with you? We've, we make this joke so much, it's not a joke. It really What isn't. are you doing? Are you okay? Like, <laughs> because I have a feeling that you're going through something, and you need someone to talk to. Join our Discord. We'll talk to you there. Okay, so, our, our crazy weirdo with a fun hobby. His name is Alexander, I'm gonna butcher this, it's Russian. Oh, Alexander Yurevich Pichushkin. Okay. I think is how you say it. Um, I'm gonna call him Alex. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Alex. <laughs> but he's our crazy weirdo with hobbies? With, yeah, with some fun hobbies that we're gonna get into. Murdering people? With pizzazz. Okay, we'll come back to that. We'll circle back. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We have some, we have some we gotta ground get, layers to look Yeah, we first. gotta, we can't just jump in. We gotta build it you up. You don't start the meal with dessert. I almost did start with murders this time, but I felt like we just needed the background information. Okay, I'm ready. I feel like it fits better this way. A little sprinkle. So, Alex was born on April 9th, 1974 in Moscow. Okay. Um, he grew up here, with, and he 
lived with his mom, his half-sister, half-brother, and his mom's husband. So it wasn't his dad. It was his stepdad. Okay. Um, don't know why I wrote it like that, but... <laughs> the, oh, no, it, it carries. It makes sense. The two-bedroom apartment was a six-minute walk from Bista Park. Okay. So this park kind of is a lot going on in the story. So just know it's super close to okay. the apartment. Um, he was an average kid, a sweet kid. Uh, he did kid stuff. He played with his siblings. He liked going to the park, even though the park was kind of in a sketchy area. They went to the park all the time. Okay. Um, and he liked to play on the swings. Well, one day, uh, on these previously mentioned swings, Alex fell off. Oh. It was swinging pretty hard. He fell off, and as he was, like, standing up, the, the swing swung back <gasps> and hit him in the forehead. Fuck. Um, and he was four at the time. I hate that. So... A child's forehead is not strong like it. You know, babies yeah, have no. really soft heads, and it gets they get stronger as you get older, and a four-year-old's forehead is by no means as strong as an adult's forehead. Right. Um, so skull damage is a lot easier. Yeah. Um, so a hit like this is, is a lot more likely to be... To cause severe damage. Okay. Specifically to the frontal cortex of your brain. Carries. Damage to this area can cause aggression <gasps> and poor impulse control, anger issues, and, and stuff of that nature. I don't like this foreshadowing. <laughs> That's why we started with this first. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, if we're being honest. And so, Alex, this was noticed in Alex. Oh, um, yep. And it wasn't noticed, like, right away. It, it wasn't like he was brought to the hospital right after. It was just a bruise on his head. His mom didn't think anything of it. Just, right. You know. Um, it wasn't an issue until it was an issue. Yeah. It just, you kind of, there was this just change you right. noticed in him after. But nothing written down on any medical records. Right. Um, he, at, after this incident, he was hard to control, very impulsive, easily made aggressive, and hostile. Um, just like a, it, just an aggressive kid, a kid who couldn't control his anger. Right. At this point. Um, Man's had some issues because he was hit in the head. With a swing. As a child. His mom quickly noticed this stuff, like, you know. She picked up on it right away. She right. was like, my kid changed overnight and kind of noticed, like, mm, might have been the swing. Might have been the swing. Might have been the fact that he was assaulted by a park appliance. <laughs> a park <laughs> What else am I supposed to call it? Also, hold on. Give me, like, two seconds. Hello? Okay. Is it going to work? Is it going to jump? Yeah, there it goes. Okay. Because it wasn't doing that for a second. So what else am I supposed to call it if not a park appliance? (laughs) Appliance? Equipment? Equipment. I think park equipment. It's not an appliance. Why not? What what characterizes an appliance? I thought of... What separates a swing from a microwave? Electronics, maybe? I call bullshit. What is the definition of an appliance? I call bullshit. I think, like, a blender is an appliance. A microwave is an appliance. All the stuff that turns evil in G-Force, appliances. Why, why is, (laughs) what makes something an appliance versus a piece of equipment? Is a forklift an appliance? Wouldn't that... 
a device or a piece of equipment designed to perform a specific task. Is swinging a specific Typically task? Typically a domestic one. Similar words include device, machine, instrument, equipment, gadget, contraption, apparatus. Park, park apparatus. I think I just found the name of this episode. <laughs> park apparatus. So Alex was hit with the park apparatus. <laughs> Alex was hit with the park apparatus. No. No. So... Like I said, his mom quickly picks up that something kind of switched at Alex, and she transferred him to a school for children with learning disabilities, just to kind of oh, so it's like give him, it's a disability now, giving him extra help. Um, is bursts of anger a disability? I think anger issues is the okay. And there was also I'm getting into I'm just it. Curious. She transferred him from the other school because there was also issues of other kids bullying him Aww. and isolating him That's because kinda, he was seen yeah. as like a weird angry kid um and this yeah. just kind of made alex more frustrated right. and more impulsive and it just made learning and going to school a lot harder that sucks um they also called him some not nice things i'm not going to repeat them but they it was pretty harsh bullying um pretty serious stuff mm-hmm. um so his mom just figured this was the best way to get him out of there and also give him I mean, just like yeah keeping him safe tools to 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 learn succeed. how to deal with it. He's a little kid who has now has gone from a super sweet four-year-old into, Likeable. like, an impulsive, yeah. like, angry kid, and you just don't know what to do right. at that point. So she wants to get him away from the mean kids and Ditto, and Mom. All that. Ditto. Good for you. So Alex gets transferred, but his grandfather, he he didn't really... He felt that... So, he wait, he moved in with his grandfather? No. He gets transferred, but his grandfather didn't really agree with it as much oh okay. they felt like the school that the school specifically that he was moved to was focusing too much on coping with the disability and not enough on academic academic achievement for the okay. kids enrolled he felt that like he he believed alex was struggling with like the yeah. anger issues and the impulsive stuff but he felt like the school was lacking in like letting him explore his talents or letting okay. him be like show off how smart he was because he thought he thought Alex was super smart right um and so um like I said he found Alex to be extremely intelligent and talented um and was angry that there was no way to like pursue this at the school or at home um and felt like Alex it would just go to waste he would just be a a, an unhappy kid and he felt like that wouldn't that couldn't help either yeah like he's learning how to deal with his issues now but now he's just bored yeah and it's easier for impulses to happen if you're bored right you're not being stimulated correctly yeah he felt like he there was just nothing to keep coping he was stimulation a a smart kid needs a like a smart task right um so alex does like you said he you kind of you guessed it but alex moves in with his grandfather at this point and the grandfather pushes him to like find some kind of intellectually challenging hobby outlet yeah yeah trying to push him for something <gasps> chess chess okay <laughs> it all makes sense now so he his grandfather played chess in the park by the house okay cute. the park is that i that happens in tv shows all the time like little old men playing chess this That's is like a that, real thing yes i thought that was made up like crazy a lot in this park there was games tournaments held of old men playing in the park where it was it those concrete tables that had the chess boards in them weren't those um, a thing yeah they're that's, cool. that's like in the pixar shorts yeah um 
That's what I'm thinking of. The only image I have in my head of his grandfather is the old man from the <laughs> Pixar short. He's pretty much that. Get, they, they go to the park. Grandfather teaches him how to play. And Alex picks it up super quick. Nice. Uh, Alex is, like, crazy good. Um, like I said earlier, I just want to mention again, this park wasn't in the best area right. of Moscow. Uh, it's a sketchy area, bad part of town. Um, mm-hmm. Another side note, <laughs> it's a massive park. More than 2,700 acres, kind of massive. Oh, shit. Like, a, it's a big place. Yeah. Big land, lots of trees, lots of wooded areas. Yeah. It's not just, like, a park with the swing set. It does have a swing set. We have talked about said swing set. Right. But it's, it's like a... Like Central Park. And, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a big area. Expansive. Yeah. All-encompassing. Mm-hmm. All-knowing. All-seeing. Yes. Omnipotent. So. The park is the being. (laughs) It's a sentient being. I said what I said. Anyway. (laughs) Tell me more. Okay, so. Tell me more. He picks up the game super fast. He understands it. And he starts playing in exhibition games in the park against the other elderly men. Is this kid Sheldon Cooper? So, yeah. He just starts whipping everyone's butt in chess in the park. Um, And Alex felt... Like, chess was a really good way for him to, like, cope with a lot of the stuff. Like, it, it, what his grandpa wanted it to do for him, it did. Nice. It, it, like, Alex really enjoyed it. It made him happy. It's an outlet. It, it's it, stimulating. It also was an outlet for his anger. He could win. Yeah. He could be in control in chess. Pop off, And he kid. was really good. Yeah. So he was often winning. So it was just a really good outlet for him. His grandpa hit the nail yeah. on the head. Good for you, Gramps. <laughs> um... Um, so. Oh, no. (laughs) I didn't like that, so. (laughs) Well, because, sadly, his grandfather dies while Alex is still a teenager. Not grandpa. I believe it was, something said it was around when Alex was 15. I couldn't get an exact date. So high school? Yeah. Um, you're like a freshman at this time. I don't know the grade levels in Russia. I I don't think they call them freshmen. No, but it'll, it's like. You know what I mean. Yeah, no. Isn't it like Tommy in it t- calls his high school college? Does he? Yeah. Like he calls high school college and college university. Oh. Yeah. I so like, I would never even thought if like that would be different. It also like it it's just interesting. Like have you heard Tubbo's song where he's like dropped out of college, found myself a whole new realm of knowledge. It's because he drops out of high school. Oh. Yeah. They were freshmen. Interesting. Insane. Those kids are so young. <laughs> but I'm such a fan. Did you see that Tommy is like, I'm going to make my merch affordable because my mom never let me buy YouTube merch? And I want your mom to let you buy YouTube merch and it's like $30 instead of like 70 A hero. <laughs> the hero we knew we needed. Continue. So, back to the sadness. Oh. So, this was a devastating blow to Alex, of course. Right. His grandpa helped him out Oh, yeah, a lot. I forgot grandpa died. Yeah. <laughs> shit grandpa has passed away oh no grandpa um so he has to move back in with his mother and um at this point he he uses drinking as a coping oh, mechanism he's 15 yes this is russia yes yeah, specifically he would drink a ton of vodka oh, okay like a, <laughs> the this russian stereotype of you, you get wasted on vodka he picked that up damn um so he's 15. often found just totaled 
from from vodka. Blasting. He's still playing chess at this point. He doesn't give it up. And uh, but now he drinks with the elderly men. Nice. He, he brings his vodka. They bring their vodka, and they all get drunk <laughs> and play chess. <laughs> he was still good at chess. <laughs> drunk like they were, for some reason alex was just really really good at chess it's like a connoisseur yeah no but could play drunk still and would get, get drink with the old men right in the park um and he also said he was better at chess when drunk now that's coming from him right we also there was no records of I mean, who he was won the winning chess anyway game. it might so, have just been muscle memory yeah he if he was winning because that also could just be him saying oh i still won all the time drunk but we don't there's no way to prove that. No, he yeah. could have just been losing, but thinking he's winning. Um, he's and wants drunk. to brag. <laughs> yeah, he's drunk. He doesn't know what's going on. Um, also, around this time, he picks up a new hobby. Dissecting animals. Videography. Nope. <laughs> I'm waiting for, like, the serial killer signs. It's here, it's here. <laughs> I'm waiting. Oh, it's here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for the dissecting animals peeing the bed, lighting fires. These videos were, were kind of interesting. It would, it's often him, it's him playing with other children at the park, sometimes younger children, but there he's like in a playing manner, but still like teasing or bullying these little kids. Um, uh, Are these videos accessible? I didn't, I couldn't find them. Okay. I was think, just curious. I think they're... Because I know a lot of stuff like that when it's used as evidence. You can find it. You can wipe, like, you can also wipe it from, like, the face of the internet. Yeah, that too. To prevent confidential... Um, I couldn't find any of it. I didn't look too long. I'm sure if you dug on Reddit for hours, yeah. you can maybe find some of it. There's another video we'll talk about later that you also might be able to find, but I couldn't find, like, on YouTube. Or, okay. Um, no, that carries, that carries. I mean, um, so he's just, like, harassing them? Yeah, uh, one video in particular, Alex is, he has this kid, like, by the leg. What? Um, holding him up, and the kid's laughing and, like, playing along, but Alex, it's in the park, they're it's not just, like, over a window. Yeah, but he's, like, threatening, I'm gonna, like, drop you out the window. And he says, quote, you are in my power now, end quote. Ooh. He, like, he wants, he, it's, all the videos are him, like, ordering Could, yeah. the other kids around, or, like, teasing the other kids, or threatening the other kids. You know, my instinct is to be like, oh, that's weird, but my other instinct is, would I pick up, like, Roxy's children by their legs and say, you're in my control? Absolutely. It's playful. It, it, right. It was just a little weird. Um, Roxy, also, if you're listening, I'm not going to do that to your children. I just use them as an example because <laughs> they're the only small children I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He would then just watch these movies that he created oh. over and over again. No, to yeah. kind of, He said to get, like, to reinvigorate the sense of power That's he got from sign. them. So, like, it could have been playful, but then he, like, went the extra mile to make sure it was serial killer-ish. That, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> That's not a good sign. So, time goes on, and then in 1992, this was no longer enough to satiate this, like, power trip he got. And so he was born in 72. Mm-hmm. He's 18. In 92? Wouldn't he be 20? Was he born in 74? Let me see, let me see. You don't have to scroll. I'm gonna get lost, but He's I want to double check. What I was reading said he was 18. I mean, yeah, 74. Okay, I thought he was born in 70. No, so that carries. So yeah, he's yeah. 18 years old 18. right now. Okay, 18 now. 
he, bold move, asks a classmate to help him out with something. Oh. Now, this something he referred to as a killing spree. What? And it boils down to he was going to kill a random person in the park. And he asked for help? This this kid seemed kind of close to him from what we can tell. Okay. Like, wasn't, wasn't like, running to the cops when Alex said this. He might have just been a friend of Alex's and knew Alex was an interesting character. Okay. Um, and didn't quite understand what Alex meant. Pro tip, if your friend says they want to go on a killing spree, go to the police. Yeah. Don't... Did you think he was talking about ants? This 18-year-old kid wanted to go, like... It's also, like, even if your friend is, like, on the weirder end of the spectrum, that's not... A killing, sp- like, I don't you know. You don't say that normally. That's it. I don't know. It just, this kid, it didn't, wasn't enough of a red flag. He was a little which, weirded out by it, but felt like he was joking around. Like, which is Alex, almost worse. Alex was often me. drunk, though. And, like, okay. could no, be you're just, right. like, you're always right. use weird things. Poor so the, kid was swashed. We obviously don't know for sure, but it seems like the kid, um thought it was a joke or like Mm -hmm. pretend um they're 18 at the time so like playing pretend wasn't really it but just kind of tagged along because like sarcastic maybe yeah like just shooting the shit yeah just thought alex was messing around or being weird and just like didn't think much of it um but kind of realizes that alex wasn't joking at some point um and he like he He's still walking around with Alex. I believe they go to Vista Park. Okay. Um, They do. Yes, they go to Vista Park, and they're walking around, and he's kind of there, but not really into anything. He's not, like, playing along with anything, but still goes, because he's like, it might still be a joke. Um, But whatever reason, if if the classmate caught on and kind of was like, wait, I'm not actually going to kill someone, or he just wasn't taking it serious enough... Alex realized the classmate didn't intend to to murder anyone like he did and wasn't as focused or confident in the mission uh, as he was. Wow. So he decides to kill the classmate instead. You know, I saw it coming. Yeah. Thought about it. Wow. What a fucking asshole. You really I agreed to help you and you're murdering me even if I'm not taking it seriously. What a... Yeah. When was he born? 74. A month. Oh. April. April what? April what? Oh, 9th. 9th? He's an Aries. He's a fucking Aries. <laughs> that explained so watched, much to me about this person. I watched the Bailey Serian video and she, it's in the, like, she, she said, it was one of the first things she said, he's an Aries warning you now like something like no, that. no yeah because that explains i watched it a while so ago because that's how i was introduced to him but i remember as soon as you started asking i was like she's looking for it and i remember i could see bailey syrian telling me that he was aries. an aries yeah <laughs> and i'm not saying all aries are murderers but that is a very aries train of thought <laughs> so you're not gonna help me kill someone okay guess i'm just gonna kill you yeah so if he didn't want to witness or like felt like the Bullshit. kid was gonna start lying and like Bullshit. wasn't confident in him anymore fuck that guy so alex just kills him a uh-huh. heavy blow to the head wow very quick with like his fist um i think like he picked something up like a rock they d- they're in a park yeah we'll okay. get into why 
uh, some of the information we just don't have okay. in a little while. Cool. Um, so this was in July 1992. And he says, this is later on, he says that the feeling he got from killing was like falling in love for the first time. Whoa. Being a kid, a young kid Whoa. in love. He like... There's also reports, not on this crime, but on later stuff, and again, we'll say why a lot of it's alleged, yeah. and we don't have a lot of specific information later, that he, like, eventually, mature content here, gets off to it. Um, and so... But that's common. It is, yeah. yeah it, but he, he even admits to, like, it was, he felt in love with this feeling, it, no, yeah. it, it, it was magical to him. This was, he, he loved how it made him feel, to that's, be in power like that. You know, that's you hear that, like, they get off on it. And, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've watched a lot of Criminal Minds. But, like, talking about, like, murder in place of a sex act is just weird. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard it presented that way. It's, like, killing someone's, like, falling in love. Like, mm-hmm. whoa. That's, that was a sentence. That's, like, he, he's... He was very forthcoming with how like what he felt that's during this weird. time and what we'll, uh, I'll talk about it when we get into the trial okay um so he does go to trial yes nice <laughs> thank god um uh so where was i okay he was questioned for this but never charged with anything like just questioned because he knew the kid he was never a serious suspect so he just like left him in the park yeah Oh. And gets away with it. And gets away with it. Because they, nothing, no one else knew they were on their way for a killing spree? Yeah. Dumb. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) He didn't tell anyone else. Dumb. Um, So. I don't agree with it. His next victim was a friend who began dating his ex-girlfriend. So he's not dating the girl at this moment. Right, but but it's his ex-girlfriend. You know, it's like homies stick up for homies, and he wasn't sticking up for his homie. Bros before hoes. So he gets pushed out of a window. (laughs) <laughs> Defenestration. Alex was not caught for this either because the death was ruled as a suicide. Whoa. But he does admit to it later. Okay. So they so they, he says I pushed him. He is questioned just again because As it was a, a friend, friend to to like kind of figure out there was no suicide note so they're trying to figure out why. Yeah. There would be a suicide in this case, not questioning him as a murderer. Whoa. Okay. Defenestration. So, Isn't that murder by being thrown out of a window? Yeah, defenestration is you're killed by being thrown out of a window. Why is that a so word? So he defenestrates the man. I hate the that. The friend, the other high schooler. Um, it doesn't... I don't know what my phone's on. So he's not questioned, again, okay. like I said. Not as a murderer. But after this, there there's no killing for nine years. Oh. Some sources I read said he was scared because he got questioned by the last two, even though he wasn't a serious suspect that the police coming for him made him nervous. Made him nervous. Another thing said, uh, you know, maybe he started to regret it, but this is all speculation and also not likely with his character. And uh, another source said, again, just speculation, but he was using this time to, like, be smarter about it. Oh, Learn no. how to be a better that, criminal. I was about get to ask, is he planning? Working out, you know, getting strong. He's an 18-year-old kid who played chess all the time. Yeah. Probably is And just got away with two murders and, yeah. like, liked the feeling. So he's gonna find a way to do it better. better. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. That's gross. But 2001 he also just did kill his homies. Around. He did kill his homies. The homies. 
the homies. You kiss your brothers goodnight before you go to bed. <laughs> you don't to finish kill them, them. goodnight. You kiss the homies goodnight. He misread. <laughs> so, 2001. 2001. Alex is 27. Alex is 27 years old. Yes. 2001. 2000s. <gasps> We're in the 2000s We're now. born now. I was born in 2001, yes. We're alive. <laughs> well, we existed while this was happening. We were on the I planet hate it when the story, at the same time. I hate it when the stories hit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's different when it's in the 90s. So I was alive at this point. <laughs> it's different in the <laughs> 90s. Um, Shit hit different in the 90s, bro. He was working at a grocery store now. Uh, people said he was a, <gasps> a charming, nice, quiet guy. Nope. Just people he lived by, co-workers. In fact, like, he was a that. little strange, but nothing, like, off-putting strange just like a, a that isolated kid but yeah. still sweet um so one day at the park playing chess and drinking vodka with an old man he decides to unpause murders oh he they're back on the table hiatus is off so gotcha. he tells the man that his dog died and was buried in the park recently and this is true i oh. believe and so he asked the man if he would like to go to the dog's grave where he buried the dog and share a toast because it was such a wonderful family pet he loved the dog and they were drunk and he felt like him and this man needed to go toast to the dog they do share a toast at the grave and then alex just attacks him kills him and hides the body so just like that how do you casually murder someone in the middle of a public park and then casually, what, pick it up? But like I said, 2,700 acres and a lot of it's wooded. I So they get would that, walk out into the woods. There's creepy reports of this park, too. I will get into it. It was a okay. sketchy area before Alex no, like, got here. Because it'd be different if it was like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just imagining this park incorrectly because I did compare it to Central Park earlier. It's like but three like, times the size of Central Park, I think. Damn. But still very there's very dense wooded areas in it too it's not like a couple trees planted where no, you could yeah. look into the clearing it like it's more like so it's likely that like hiding a body would be easy yes he also he hides the he throws the body down sewage oh like pipes the big like grates like and the stuff holes and mm-hmm. shit that are in the park for drainage and stuff he would throw them into the sewers oh I'll give him to pennywise that's nice <laughs> share um i don't know if pennywise was ever in russia but maybe could have been so between 2001 and 2005 he he repeats this trick pretty much he uses the whole on old homeless men mostly in the park and he would hide the butt he would throw the bodies down sewage pipes in the park do we know how many we'll, we'll get there okay okay i'm patient <laughs> he usually lured people in by if not the dog talk offering free vodka to to the older men you want some liquor he would get drunk with them share a couple drinks kill them and throw them into the the sewage never drink with a strange man in a park gotcha yes especially if they're offering you free vodka yeah something's wrong with that vodka (laughs) um so in the two months right after the first man not not the, the two previous murders that happened years ago. Yeah. After the first man, in the span of two months, he kills nine more people. Oh, my God. Yes. Two months, Very quick. nine people. That's almost one a week. Yes. Very quick. 
Jesus. With it. He he unpauses it and just starts rolling. That's the same amount of time I do my laundry. And it doesn't keep up this pace, but it's off and on for years. So at about it bursts. The, yeah, okay. after about the twenty victim mark, <laughs> he switches things up a bit. He begins to target younger men women or even children anyone in the park at this point okay before it was old men because they were easy but now it's like he's he's broadening his horizons at this point wow one of the women he attacks at this point um he threw down into the sewers but she somehow survived she was hit in the head um and then thrown into the sewers she swam out and went to get help her name was maria she gets to the hospital she lives and she calls for the police there's a catch, though, and she was in Moscow illegally. No! And was afraid of being removed. Disgusting. Now, the police find this out. Here's here's another kicker. They tell her that if she keeps quiet about being attacked for, you know, almost being murdered, that they'll keep quiet about her not having papers. Why? Excuse me? Why do they want a murderer to be active? Now, this is the first time we should be mad at the police. It gets so much worse. I wonder why, though. Like, what, what, how does that benefit you in some way? Do you just not feel like doing paperwork today? Like, what is it? Why? It's, it's crazy in this case. I was furious reading some of this. And this goes into why we don't have a lot of information on how people, what people got hit with. No, that's so Or how they were killed or when they were killed. It's because no one cared. That's bullshit. I, there is some dark theories into, at first he was killing homeless old people off the streets it's like expendable yeah so nobody noticed or cared that happens in a lot of cases though it's not you don't notice when the homeless people start going people did notice and report it though but the police didn't do anything because Because they were what like they were seen as expendable that happened in mk ultra too Mm -hmm. they were picking up people off the streets because those people wouldn't be missed and yes. therefore could be experimented on. It's very sad, but... Like, Absolute bullshit. Some even people even say they were doing him a favor to I get people that. off of the streets. Disgusting. Now, they, they probably didn't realize, or even if they did, it's even more twisted, but how fast he was killing yeah. is, is... Even if they noticed some of, like, homeless people missing off a street corner some days and it was reported, you're not going to notice all of them right. in the park. Or you're going to think they went away or they passed away by, like, natural, natural means or something a little less sadistic than a chess man. Chess man. It's also if killings start to pop up, like, you don't always instantly assume and they're a serial killer. The bodies are all in the sewer. Right. Nobody's going so into like the people st- are going missing. The they're park not turning sewage. up dead. Yeah. Um... Jesus. So, but the police tell her to keep quiet and they'll keep quiet. Fuck that. That made me mad. <laughs> so, after two weeks, Alex has killed three more people at this time. In two in weeks. In two weeks. Has killed three more people since Maria. That's one and a half a week. Now he's on his fourth. A 13 year old boy. Hate it. This boy Leave the kids alone. is able to run away, though. <gasps> he runs out of the park. And he runs to the police. Nope. But the grand old police say he smells like booze and they think he's been drinking underage and that he should go home before they arrest him. Wow. A cab. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, they think he's making up the story to stay out of trouble. Then they tell him, go home. Nobody cares. A week later, this same boy goes to the metro and sees Alex in the metro. Panic. He just, he sees the guy trying to murder him. 
Um, so he runs to some patrolling officers who, again, just don't help him. A cab. They tell him to go home. Like, they don't care. And he's like, that man's killing people. And they're like, cool, go home. Wow. You're 13, no I'm one cares. Angry. Um, yeah. Take the, seriously, bro. Yeah, they could have ended it right there. Anyway, so lots of people are missing at this point. Uh, ten of these people specifically lived in the same apartment complex that Alex did. Um, so he, wait, I thought he was murdering people in the park. They live six minutes from the park. So a oh, lot of so, these people would go to the park. Okay. And just, so he is killing them in the park. He's yes. not, like, killing people in their apartments. We will introduce another name for the chessboard killer at this point. The Vista Park man- Maniac. The Vista Park Maniac. So gotcha. he, he works in the park is what, what's going on. Park Maniac. Yeah. What a um, title. He, um, so he lived in these same apartments and people start noticing and they kind of start getting scared of the area. But again, go to the police, nobody cares. It's a, not a great part of town. And it's also, probably this is why, because nobody cared. It's like, that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, it's not a great part of town. Crime happens there a lot. So we're not going to care about the crime that happens there a lot. Somewhat, a lot of, like, it was in the Bailey Syrian video, too. She was talking about, like, they were just really slow on this case. And then someone in the comments was like, they weren't slow. I wish I wrote down the username because it was just a random YouTube yeah. comment. But they um, they were like, they stopped. They, yeah. they, they got information and stopped. Right. Like, it, it was... It wasn't that they were slow. It was that they chose not to They chose to proceed. ignore people going missing for whatever reason. And this Awful. is why we trust bounty hunters and private eyes. <laughs> Sherlock and Doug the Bounty Hunter. Dog. Oh my god. So, it's mid-2005 now, and he's at the... Oh no, the, I'm five. The 40 victim mark. <laughs> uh, and he switches to a new method. This method, I'm gonna put a warning out, very gruesome, trigger warning, very graphic. It's a true crime podcast. Um, yeah, I just wanna say it, cause no, it's, you're right, it's a but... jump from where he was, like hitting people in the head and then throwing in the sewer. He would hit people in the head with a hammer multiple times Ooh. and would then shove a vodka bottle into their skull. Very gruesome. I put the warning. You said it was a true crime podcast. And then I warned you. <laughs> in? Yes. Like it's a fucking koozie? In the, yeah, into the open wound. <coughs> Ew. Um, he also, for whatever reason, stops throwing the bodies into the sewer. Oh, and he messed up. He he just starts leaving them out in the park. Yep. Um, I was waiting for that to happen. Yeah, he he's gets he wants a game and they're not giving him one. Is what it is. He wants a chess game. He wants a game where he's in power. He doesn't feel in power though because nobody cares that he's doing this. So he makes it easier for them. So <laughs> I hate that that is what has to happen, though. Oh, we have to we have to spell it out for you. Look, I'm killing people. Get on it. And it because it's not just. But like, it's very obvious. He wants to chase. Right. He wants to be the one in but control. But so many serial killers do that, though. Like the fucking Zodiac killer sent letters to news outlets yes. to try and make it easier to catch him mm-hmm. because he he didn't want. Alex's letters were leaving vodka bottles in their skull. And that's what I was about to say, because it, now it's not like, oh, this might there's be a, a mark violent to assault. Like, there's, this is, this is my signature now. Yes, he's signing them now. <sighs> I hate the police. So, 
The police are finally forced to care about what's going on because there's bodies they have to deal with now. And they also start caring because one of these bodies was a retired officer. Oh my god. So, one of the boys... <laughs> and that and that's the cherry on top that I didn't know I needed. Oh, I a, got a, so mad. A police officer's killed now. The the hundreds of or 40 <laughs> homeless people before didn't matter. The and children it was that he was 20 targeting. or so homeless people, but it was also it was like 13-year-olds at this time. Homeless people, children, immigrants, like he those was, people didn't matter, but the retired officer is what sets it off for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And he he I hope you're lactose intolerant. It also he started preying on the kids because like the bullying stuff like, yeah it was it goes back to him being a kid i just can't imagine a 13 year old boy who's like obviously been in a, a, a struggle mm-hmm. runs in and they're like some guy tried to kill me and they're like you smell like alcohol go home what 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 Mm-mm. um at this point though they they catch a different dude though oh and this was publicized this was on the news they kind of start realizing the severity of how many people have gone missing in the park and they kind of now start to piece it together because they choose to um and so but since it's on the news and it's the wrong dude alex gets a heads up that they're on to him oh great um so how, do we know anything about how they caught the wrong dude it was like just another violent dude in the okay. area i was just um, curious i couldn't the the there was nothing in particular just wrong place wrong time not the best not not a stand-up citizen just kind of got pinned on to him gotcha Um, that carries these are bad cops mm -hmm. so that really carries (laughs) so alex is thrown off by this um but he's like he's getting away with it for so long but the kicker is he's not like shaken up about it he's mad because the other dude's getting his credit yep I was waiting for it. Um, so he he's mad, but he's he, so he's not giving up. You know, he wants yeah. his credit, so he's going all in at this point. Um, he wasn't before. He's going more all in. Great. So he's going like all in in poker. He's about to be in the negatives. There's there's more people in between that and this story, but the next big uh, hit in the case is that. In June 2006, he goes after a woman named Marina. We had a Maria earlier. This one's Marina. Marina. Um, She was found dead in the park with a metro ticket in her purse, and she had often left a note at home with Alex's name and phone number on it. They were co-workers. He invited her to a picnic in the park. She had a young kid at home and left a phone number in case Mm -hmm. of an emergency if she didn't come home that night. She told Alex that she had the note, but Alex was like, I'm a killer anyway. Finally, the cops will have something. Yeah, it was probably almost <laughs> sweet to hear that. Yeah. Um, and, um, but since there was a metro ticket, police check the footage and they see her and Alex get onto the metro. And it wasn't like they were struggling or anything. There's nothing to tip them off besides that they, they had. They were together. Yeah, they were together. They were co-workers also. And they asked the other co-workers knew his name was Alex. Yeah. Which matched the phone number. Right. Um. So, they give him a ring? <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> I'm so mad. I, I fully thought you were about to be like, no, they, like, show up to his place of work. They call him? Yep. So You're gonna call a murder suspect and be like, hey, did you kill someone? No? No. Okay, must have That's not what they asked. They're like, hey, have you seen Marina? And he's like, no, I, I actually haven't seen her in a couple days. We had a picnic at the park. Uh, but, you know, like, 
after that, like, we went home, like, everything was fine. Like, he, he's tipped off to lie. But yes, they called him. <laughs> That's not what you do when you <laughs> suspect someone of murder. You don't call and say, did you murder someone? Because they're gonna say no. Yes. Are you dumb, stupid, or both? And they, after the phone call, he hangs up right after answering. It's a very short phone call. The police don't go to his apartment until two days later. He had two days to run. And I was about to say, and his apartment's, like, empty, right? Like No, he, he's, he's there. Oh. <laughs> I thought he, I fully thought he, like, fled. No. Mans is there. Yes. They do get him. They, they catch him at this point. Finally. But he's enjoying it. He admits to everything. He reenacts some of the, the crimes, like the murders he did. They videoed some of these. I couldn't find these videos, but yeah. they're like... Um, so he, he brings the police to spots they haven't found yet, to bodies they haven't found yet. He, he shows them which sewers tour. he threw people into. Yes, he's bringing them on a tour. He's parading around. He's proud, like... That's gross. Um, uh, and then this is also, he, he's admitting to a lot of it, and he's explaining a lot of what happened since the police didn't pick anything up. Mm-hmm. A lot of what we have is his word. Yeah. What he admitted to doing. But, I mean, I trust his word more than I trust the police. He, he also claims, like, he starts talking again. This is when he starts talking about, like, it felt like the first love to kill somebody. He also had a weird quote talking about, like, he needed to murder people just, like, the same amount as he needed to eat to survive. Oh, it, wow. It was, like, a driving force yeah. of his, which, very serial killer-esque of yeah. him. But uh, just some weird quotes. Um, he also had a very... He kept track of these murder really well, and that's why he could reenact them with mm-hmm. great detail. He knew which body he knew the order of stuff mm-hmm. he could tell you i did this this week this this week it was very all well cap- kept track a planner. of um and this was because he was keeping track of the murders on a chessboard what 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 what, what? he filled would... in each square with a victim what? on the chessboard what what so when he killed someone what he checked off a square Run. what yeah what yeah what <laughs> like a physical chessboard. Yes. I didn't, this is a movie. They found a chessboard with numbers on them. Is there somewhere where we can go see that? You can see pictures of it. Okay. I don't know where it would be kept. I was supposed to say, it's like gotta be in a museum or something. Like a crime museum. That's insane. I did not, I, that mm-hmm. was the last thing I expected you to say, bro. That's why he's the chessboard killer. I thought he was the chessboard killer because he killed people after playing chess. <laughs> I did too. I read that and I was like, wait. Y'all didn't lead with that? <laughs> Y'all didn't start with that one. It's like when everyone conveniently leaves out that Jeffrey Dahmer had a satanic altar in his house. Yeah. Why? I just need to know that information. Lead with it. <laughs> so, but yeah, he's caught. He shows all the police and stuff. He admits to it, all of it. Uh, he actually shows them what order and all the ones they missed and tells them how bad they are. He was tried in a glass cage. What? He was put in a glass box for everyone's safety to be tried. Um, and in October 2007... There's, there's pictures of that, right? Yes. Okay. These uh, will all be... All the pictures we're mentioning are going to be on our Google Drive. You can access it through the Discord or our Instagram I need bio. to update mine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I Yes, you do, because this chessboard and this glass cage... Yes. You can't say that and then just not show it to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, October 2007, he was convicted of killing 49... 
he was convicted of 49 murders and three Jesus. attempted murders. He's mad at this and asked the court if they can add 11 more murders to the tally, bringing the count up to 61 murders and three attempted. Does the court add 11? No. Oh. And he's mad. But the 61 murders, he had 61 squares <gasps> on the check, so he did do it, is what he's saying. Like, I have... Oh, it's on but, my chessboard. But is it like he did do it or he wanted to do it so that he could finish his chessboard? Or did he let himself get caught because he had finished his chessboard? It, it, I'm confused as to if those 11 actually happened or if he just needed it for like that the, spot in his brain. It's believed that the 11 actually happened because he would he, the chessboards were the victims. Okay, I, like he filled it out after they were killed? He, he killed it out after killing. Okay. And there, there could be discrepancies with this because he wouldn't have known Maria survived at that point. Okay. So some things he, some, one source said he was, he was convicted of 48 and added 11, which would bring the total up to 60. Uh-huh. How many squares are on a chessboard? 64. 64? I thought, it, yeah, I meant to mention that. No, you Yeah, you he said... had 61 of the 64 squares filled out. Okay. Um... And then, but and there he, was, but he wanted credit for all the ones that were full. Yes. Okay. He he that only got credit sense. for forty nine and said, "I want credit for all sixty one that's on the board." And okay. then he wasn't convicted of that, but he tried. <laughs> he was very. Why wasn't he convicted? I did, they just didn't have proof of it. But they had proof of half of the proof is his word. Yeah, I guess they could they could find the bodies in the sewer. I guess, but not all of them. Okay. I mean, um, I guess I'll have to live with that. Yeah, or if other bodies were found and somebody else was convicted for them. Oh, because you can't do double yeah. double jeopardy. You can't put a man in jail. That's not what double jeopardy means. No. But, <laughs> but you can't, like, convict some... Like, if somebody else had already been convicted of a murder... They'd have to go re-un... Like, they'd undo have to that. undo that court. So, But okay. they wanted to put him away. And no, I the, get it. And some of the ones... They could take his word for it, but they didn't have a body or a name for it. Okay. And... It would take time to go. Did he fact check that? Did he get their names? I, I unclear. Okay, I'm uh, just confused. he would. He was very friendly with the people. It was often sharing yeah, alcohol before going on a picnic. Or with I mean, a you could get someone's wallet out of their yeah dead stuff body like that. to like put their name on the table. Um, but hit the logistics of this. There wasn't much info on the chessboard either. It but from the pictures, it's numbers on the like. He put oh. a number one in the, the first square. I put a number two. Oh, so it wasn't, like, their names. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, but he kept track of it in his brain, in his I brain. guess, or yeah. had it written down somewhere else, but not on the board. But he was using the board to, like, count a yeah. tally, pretty much. Um, he was he was cocky and bragging the whole time. And he, he even, he was pretty mad at the police for different reasons than we are, but he was mad that the police didn't care um, enough to, like, Catch him until it mattered to them. I was them. About to say, it's like another thing of like, and you he didn't said, care about my achievements. He also, he was also mad that the police couldn't catch him until he made it easy. And he says he was purposely sloppy at the end and that the police shouldn't get credit because they did not catch him. I he, agree. He let himself no, get caught. I agree. And you know what? Maybe it's controversial, controversial to agree with a fucking serial <laughs> killer, but the, the police did not catch him. Yeah, he's right in a way. He, he had to get, he had to stop he gave hiding you, the- He gave you his name and his phone number and then took you on a tour. <laughs> he handed you himself. Literally, the only thing I'm confused about is why he, he had didn't two, finish the board. He didn't have, he had two days to run 
also that. was another thing. He waited for them. He he purposely stopped hiding the bodies, leaving them out in the open, and signing them. He gave you his name and phone number. Yes. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Even though he wasn't convicted for all 61, he was convicted for 49. So, that's a long list of things to go through. So, it took an hour for the verdict to be read mm-hmm. in court. Like, they just had so much to go through. You were convicted of uh, one count of murder on La La La. Yeah. You were convicted of the murder of La La La. Yeah. yeah. So, 49 names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that you have to go through the, the punishment of each. Like, what of each, each entails. How many life sentences? He, he... Or what, or does Russia do it differently? Sorry, I'm not going to He ask. was convicted to life imprisonment. Okay. It didn't say how, like, if it say, was multiple. That might be an American thing. Um, and f- the first 15 had to be in solitary. <gasps> um, 15 years mm. in solitary. That's fucked. Um, solitary confinement has been proven to destroy your brain. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, he is currently in the Arctic Penal Colony Polar Hour owl in solitary confinement since this was in 2017 2007 yeah he's still in, in those years yes so since 2007 17 he gets out of solitary next year he is in a, a, a penal colony i was reading how you get to polar owl you you either have to go by a very specific train or be brought in by plane it's in the Ural Mountains, like <gasps> far, far away from any other town. You can't run out of there because you're just gonna freeze to death. Whoa! It's like, it's for some pretty messed up characters get put in this penal colony in Russia. What does penal mean? Like, it's is that is that the like penalized? Yeah, like, it, it that comes the from word that. Comes from? Okay, I was just like penitentiaries. The like P-E. yeah yeah yeah, like the word penal colony just like it can serve it's a colony because it has it's self-sufficient it's self-sufficient you don't have to leave to get something so it's not like a oh we have to take the the supply train down to get the no like you can survive yeah it's self-running it's a colony and they're working you work to keep it going yeah that you put the prisoners to work whoa unless they're locked in solitary confinement he gets out of solitary next year if he didn't get any more added. Well, yeah. As if, long as he was a well-behaved. But that's such a, the way that putting it in place to, like, real time now, like, oh, he has to serve 15 years of solitary confinement. He's been in there for 14. Yes. Holy shit. Pretty intense. He's gonna come out a different person, and not in a good way. No. Um, but like we said, Chessboard has 64 squares, and he had filled 61 of them and admitted to 61 of them, even if he wasn't convicted of all of them. Right. Um, he initially stated that his goal was to fill the board, but he quit. And this also matches that he had three attempted murders. He... Oh! He had three attempted murders. Yes. So... That would be the last three. Yeah. But he quit? He... He changes his goal. He, he's, he, when they initially get him, he said he wanted to fill the chessboard. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he later admits to that he would not have stopped. He liked the feeling too much. And now he, li- he also liked the feeling of filling up his chessboard, so he kept the gag going. But he had no intentions on stopping killing after filling the board. I still don't understand, though. Like, with, with how his brain sounds, like, why wouldn't you have completed it and then continued killing but like letting 
the police catch you. Like, I don't know, that just doesn't sound like him. It's it's interesting in that he got sloppy at the end. He also could have just he been was getting so sloppy. Close to done. And there was also he there was those three attempted he might not known were attempted. Maria? Well like the boy that ran. Well he probably there was a I don't know if that was one of the three, you know. Oh, true. It could have been other cases like Maria. It di- I didn't have the names of all no, yeah, yeah, 49 yeah. that carries that so he might have for. thought they were dead but if he thought they were dead they'd be on the board there's no way yeah there's no way that's another good point though like where was maria was maria on the board and convicted as a murder or was maria just ignored because she didn't have papers or were three of those other people on the board survivors and classified as the three counts of attempted murder yeah like whoa did he just count those as losses though yeah i don't did know. he say he made it to 64 but only 61 of them were successful i want you see and this i have is, questions for him this is why i don't first of all i'm fundamentally against solitary confinement it's even for the worst of the worst it it's a scientific waste like <laughs> why are you going to put someone like i don't get me wrong killers deserve to be punished and penalized for, you know, murdering people. But, like, the death penalty, solitary confinement, that's counterproductive. We should be trying to learn more about how these people operate, why they think the way they do, so that it could be, it's preventative measures for the future. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a, he should be studied, not locked away in a closet for 15 years, and we hope he can answer our questions on the other side. Yeah. Like, no, he, we should be investigating this more to understand it. Because there are so many questions. Why? I want to understand. He also said his his initial goal was to fill the board, and his goal kind of switches not only to just keep killing, but there was another Russian serial killer, um, and he wanted to outdo this killer, and it's on Andre Chikatilo. Who's that? A Russian serial killer. He, I started that reading stuff. That sounds familiar, though. I think he's he's pretty famous, especially over in Does Russia. Does he have a nickname? Oh, I don't know. Keep you can keep talking. Um, I don't have too much more on him because he's been in solitary confinement for a while, and we also missed a lot out on the case. The butcher of Rostov. Yeah. The Red Ripper. Yeah. The Rostov. That's Ripper. the one I remember. The Red no, Ripper. No, yeah. I, I do say, remember that looking sounds up his name. So familiar. The Red Ripper. The Ripper of Rostov. We the butcher of Rostov. I do. As soon as you said it, I was like, I just read that. No, yeah. I forgot to write it down, but I just. Read I know that. who that is, but I have no idea what he did. Yeah, I'm sure we'll go into him if yeah. he's got a name. Um, and Alex also had. This is just kind of sprinkled in here for flavor. Uh, so like many of the big name killers, he had a he had fans. <gasps> he had a fan club, and in 2016, that he they, a fan tried to marry him. Uh, but the prison, prison system denied it. Good. What? Oh, my God. It's so weird when people are, like, we, it's 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 a thin line because, obviously, we talk about serial killers yeah, all the time. Yeah, some people think that true crime podcasts glorify it. Mm-hmm. But it's different than mm-hmm. trying to marry a serial, or idolizing a serial killer. Yeah. What What's the, the one everyone, Bailey Sarian merch? Pick better idols. Get better idols. I'm not idolizing you, Alex at all. But it's like there's the, I think the line, because I've, I've, I'm on true crime TikTok, so I've had a lot of those anti-true crime TikToks pop up on my For You page where it's like people think that true crime content 
glorifies murder in some way by viewing victims not as victims but as like characters in a story instead of real people but the opposition of that is like so do we stop talking about it do we stop do we learning about it do we at what point are we supposed to just say okay that person was murdered that's tragic we move on and not like because to me there's a difference between glamorizing it and talking about it the same way you talk about wars yeah like, why is Call of Duty and, like, war content, glorifying war content, okay? It, because it's classified as, like, informational. You know what? The war's okay because it's propaganda to make people want to, like, you because know, it's it glorifies yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it truly is propaganda. Because it glorifies it. Because so to, to not glorify, but to talk about true crime pokes holes in the system. Yeah. It shows where stuff like this, where the police were in the wrong. Yeah. It's, it's, and I'm not saying that's why a lot of people feel like true crime podcasts or shows glorify crime but it i want to it shows what's wrong i want to understand more of their thought process because i because in the videos i've seen like side note dm me on instagram if you're one of the people who disagrees with true crime podcasts i mean you're probably not listening to this but like i want to understand genuinely know someone because i really don't because to say something glorifies crime yeah, there are a lot of people who consume true crime podcasts who wear those fucking shitty ass merch of like mugshots and shit. That's yeah. disgusting. Like, no, we're not saying these people are characters no. to idolize. And serial killers are not something to be celebrated, but they are something to be studied. To be because they educated are a phenomenon. On. Like the fact that it's also t- to educate you, like, that the system isn't perfect. True. Correct. That these people can... He got away with 61 murders. That. Excuse me? Those... Like, have you seen... I saw it on, on an anti-true crime TikTok. But the... the That shirt that says, um... Oh, what is it? It was, like, tie me up like Bundy, eat me like Dahmer. Ugh. Gross. But I feel like some people on the outside of, like, this community Group. look in and think that that's what we're doing. You see the bad apples. And it's like, no, 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 no. That is, they are the outlier. Like, most people who consume this content, a lot of the time, it it's, it's morbid curiosity. It's the same way that people will look at, like... I'm trying to think of an example that doesn't fall within this community, but like you said, it war is a good one. War is a good one. Why do we? Why there's so many books on war? Why do we learn every war in school? Why Why are we we okay with like graphic, gruesome war crimes? Is it because they're more general? Like, is it because of like, oh, in World War II, this battle killed over blah 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 amount of people using this weapon at this time with these troops? Like, it's the same thing, just on a big scale. Yeah, and it's. I feel like it's just more socially acceptable because it's taught more in school. And yet it's usually taught through the lens of the country you're educated in. Yeah. It's it's propaganda. It, it <laughs> is propaganda. And it's because we aren't taught about murderers in our history classes, suddenly we're glorifying crime. It's like, no, 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 no. Our culture glorifies everything, first of all. Like, we're going to sit here and we're going to... And I'm not saying I'm not saying that that's what we're doing, but I mean like everything you could make a, the argument that our culture glorifies everything truly. But where where's the line between talking? We about have something? to learn so that we don't forget. 
where is that line to glorifying? Because to me, glorifying is t-shirts, merchandise with serial killers face on them, celebrating them for what they did and not thinking of their victims as people. Because to me, I, when I hear about the victims on our podcast, I'm not saying, oh shit, like that's a, that's a number. And we also always, we're, we're like today, we were relieved he was caught. When I said earlier, he yeah. went to trial. That was celebrated. Not the fact that he got away with anything. Correct. The fact that he got in trouble, is put away, is punished. And it's also like... But to ignore that he did it is like the opposite of glorifying. And it's like, it's blissful ignorance at that point. Okay, anyway. um, Wow. (laughs) Tangent. Show me the pictures. Show me the chessboard. Show me the chessboard. Show me the cage. We are going to update our Google Drive, I promise. We are going to update our Google Drive... I promise. I say we. I need to. Emily. It's in the glass box. Oh, fuck. That's his face. Why he look like that? I want to see, like, a wide shot of it. There's a, a better one. Oh, wow. That's, like, straight up a box. Yeah. You You know... What is it called? I'm gonna butcher it. The the Wizenigmat, Wizenigmat, Wizen, Wizengamat, Wizening, Wizeningamat. Excuse me. Wiz. This is the chessboard. Oh wow, that's creepy as fuck. I don't like that he went upside down and backwards. Oh, wait. He just went upside down. (laughs) Why is it left to right but upside down? That's not how you read. I I don't know. It's the Wazingamot, the court system in Harry Potter. You remember how, like, their court system, you're in a cage in the center of the room. Yes. And in, like, an amphitheater. Yeah. That's what immediately where my brain went. Yeah, they put him in a glass box. It's like putting an animal on display. I mean, it kind of is. Wow. Gross. We're going to put the pictures of the cage and uh, the chessboard on our Google Drive. You can access it. There's a channel on our Discord if you would prefer Discord, but it's also in in our Instagram bio. Um, There's a link that says Google Drive, and then there's an Instagram story that shows you how to navigate it if it's at all confusing. Emily will one day update. Yes. One day. One day. Hopefully soon. One day. One day. One day more. Another day, another destiny. This never-ending road to... Calgary. Huh? These men who seem to know my crime will surely come a second time. One day more. (laughs) I did not live until today. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. How can I live when we are parted? One day more.